Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show from the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, here it is Wednesday, the 6th day of September 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And our buddy Kyle in the mute room. I don't think his microphone works over there. Figure that out someday. He does yeah. have a voice. Actually, you can hear it at 10 a.m. every day on uh, the ESPN channel. ESPN, was it 1320? 1320. All right, 916-909-0985. That is your number. You can also use that to get in on the text machine. You get our podcast. You can stream us on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we're releasing new Uncensored today, uh, following this program shortly after. On social media, at Listen to the BS, and on uh, YouTube, at The Bailey Show. Isn't that like the worst feeling when you get up in the morning and you look at either your phone or your watch and you realize it did not charge the night before? Yes. It, like, just really ruins your day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going, 37%. What am I going? How am I going to survive? I well, my watch is always dead. It's just when my phone's not charged that I'm irritated. Uh, well, my watch, for so, like, I've got one of those all-in-one. All in you know, I got the, the phone magnetizes to the thing, and then the, and the watch, watch was just off, the, so it wasn't making the connection. I assume it would. It, you know, sometimes what I do is I'll hit it in the middle of the night, even though it's on my nightstand, or my pillow will hit it. Yeah. You know, and then the 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 phone is stuck to the damn thing. So that's not moving, but it's the watch that always moves. Yeah, why doesn't the watch have as good a magnet in it? I have no idea. So now I'm at 37%. You got to go old school and just hook up the one that comes with the watch. Nah, I see. I, you try to, you got this cord and you got that cord and you got this cord and that cord. And it's too many cords. So many cords. That's so many cords. He doesn't like one cords. Of the, one of these days they're going to have wireless charging. You'd think. Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be like five years ago. I bought uh-huh. stock in a company that's was supposed to be the leader in it, and that didn't work out all that well. So uh, we'll have uh, California Brewfest passes to give to you next hour, about 750-ish, uh, five-time World Jeopardy heavyweight champion. Jeopardy Jeff will join us for a round of You Don't Know Jeff. Um, also, towards the end of the program today, there is this story. I actually saw it the other week. Uh, it's out of Oldsmar, which is uh, down by, it's in Tampa, Florida area. And a buddy of mine who does Tampa uh, radio down there, his name's Drew Garabo. I saw he had this woman, she called his show. The story is fascinating because this woman calls out her cheating husband on social media and ends the company that they've been working together on for 10 years, like successful HVAC company. And she ends it with a Facebook post because he caught, she caught him cheating. For the last time. Yeah, for he's like, I'm done. <laughs> wow. She was fed up. Thank you to our customers, but we're done. Mm-hmm. I'm selling the business. It's uh, more my name than his name. So I, I spoke with her a little bit last night. She's going to come on the show towards the end of the song. So we'll get that for you. Um, I was accepted. <laughs> into. Why is that funny so far? Just the way you say it. I'm like, what are you accepted That's what, into? It's a, I, was, I was accepted into the FBI training program. <laughs> oh, well, congratulations. 
question. Why is that funny to you, Nelson? Just because I, I had a feeling it was coming because you had uh, requested uh, a refresh on a moniker that you had decided. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, like, huh? I was like, why does he want to know this all of a sudden? Well, I and forgot. For whatever reason, when you said accepted, it clicked in my head. I go, that's yeah. That's why you wanted to know. So uh, well, they've they've given me like this this Q and A thing I got to fill out, and it says, <laughs> "What name do you prefer to go?" This is the first question on it says, "What name do you prefer to go by during the Citizens Academy?" <laughs> You're gonna put that name? I'm gonna put Agent Buck Wagon Company. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I yeah. think that was. Awesome. Do you prefer to go by your government name or your nickname? Yeah. Uh, well. You're gonna go by a totally made up name. Well, well, that's what a nickname. Yeah, is. that's what a nickname is. What do you think no, a nickname? A nickname is normally like, like for me, it's part of my actual name, Nicole. I go by Nikki. You, you've changed your name completely. A nickname Buck wagon. No. Would you say Buff wagon? Buck wagon. Oh, Buck. No, Buck wagon cover. Still, it, a nickname is not derivative from your name. Not always. No. Most of the time. Never. You, yeah. You ever heard of a guy called? Biggie or Buckethead or well, that's I was immediately going to go. I to mean, Buckethead. like you're not even close to somebody's name. Smalls or <laughs> Stretch or uh-huh. Lumpy or I, I mean, I, I I doubt that's anywhere part of their name. Okay, Buckwagon is okay. That's what you're going to go by. You don't want anybody to know your name's Jason. Uh, well, they can know it, but only my fellow FBI agents. Well, yeah, that's privileged information. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! And I don't you even know if I want all them. Weird. Like you know, James Bond isn't. That's not his name, right? That's no, why I don't can... know anything about James Bond. Well, I'm just telling you, that's why anybody can be James Bond. Double O Seven, yeah. Double O Seven, James Bond. That's just the name of that agent. That's that agent's call sign. Right. Okay. That's this would be my call sign. There you go. Like Maverick or exactly. Goose or Hollywood or Iceman. <laughs> I'm Agent Buck Wagon Cover. So uh, what name do you prefer to go by during the Citizens Academy? I'm going to put, <laughs> I might leave off the agent because I haven't probably, heard that. Yeah, you probably should leave off agent until yeah, the end of I'm going to be Buck Wagon Cover. And then it's uh, asked for my current job and then. Uh, Classified. It also asks what name do you want printed on, printed on your certificate? You have got to get that printed on the certificate. Well, if I'm going by, yeah, I'm going to go yes. by Buck Wagon Cover. <laughs> Is that not the coolest FBI name? Yeah. Like, if I'm in the field and they're like, uh, Agent Wagon Cover needs some help. He's a loose cannon, that wagon cover. That wagon cover. Yeah, nobody wants to work with a wagon cover. Somebody's going to hear that name and immediately laugh. They're not ever going to take you serious in your academy. And that'll be their mistake. They're going to think you're the funniest joke ever. That's that's why it's such a great name, because they're going to underestimate the kid. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to know what Buck Wagon Cover brings they're not. Yeah. They're going to think you're crazy. Until they do. <laughs> I have to list three fun facts, hobbies, or affiliations that I'd like to share. Um, oh, I'd love them. to hear these three fun facts. Me too. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> That's why I brought it up. <laughs> I'd love to hear what you have as my, three fun facts about yourself. My, my, my first one is Buck Wagon Cover is not my real name. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Fun fact. That's good. Second is Buck Wagon Cover, coolest name ever. Just do three Buck yeah, Wagon it's Cover. It's all about fact. Wagon Cover. It's all about Wagon And then I have to provide a headshot. And they give like this, uh, they give an example of a headshot. And, you know, when you work for the FBI, you know, you're in a suit, you're in a jacket, you got a tie, you got the, the American flag behind you. <laughs> then you've got that kind of Owen Mills blue uh, cloud yeah, cloud cover absolutely. backdrop, you know, and it's very professional. And it looks very, very nice. The picture of this gentleman looks very, very nice. Uh, 
the only headshots that I have are from this silly, stupid radio business. Yeah. That, you know, it's like me in front of a fence or me in front of a generator or yeah. me in front of bricks. or. It's like, why can't radio just, like, one time, let's <laughs> not do it in trade, pay someone to actually do this. You <laughs> haven't been in radio unless you've taken a headshot in front of a fence with sunglasses on. Uh-huh. You have to have sunglasses and you have to have a fence. Yeah. Or bricks. Because <laughs> it's at, bricks is what I have. All bricks. Yeah. And then I think uh, in the early 2000s, it evolved to the steel. You know, <laughs> yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? The steel with the rivets, uh-huh, the rivets yes. and the steel, because we're all so tough in this business. Edgy. These radio people are just such badasses. Let me tell you, if you didn't know we were badasses, only badasses wear sunglasses in front of bricks. <laughs> so that's all I've got. Did you take any pictures when you went and um, spoke for your coach? Because I think you dressed up then, didn't you? Yeah, but I was goofy looking. I was heavy. Oh, okay. I didn't like myself then. You were not heavy. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like that. But I, 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 I need. I need to go to. I need to find. I don't even know if they still exist. Like the places you go in the mall to get the headshots. Jason Pennies. Yeah, Sears used to do it. They definitely did. Yeah. I don't know if they still do it in the mall. I don't even see them. But if, if you go to one of the like lower end malls, they normally still have those photography places in them. The, the lower end malls. The lower end malls. That's believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. That's. Excuse me, is this a lower end mall? I'd like to get my picture taken. <laughs> I'm just saying the ones that just have those random stores in there. I, I, I yeah, because th- they can't get a real store to uh-huh, get in. Uh huh. <laughs> they always have the photography places right. in there still. Peggy's photos, right? Yeah. <laughs> and more. And more, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, they'll sell snacks to offset any cost. Well, yeah, it's a lot sweeter. <laughs> like five dollars for sour patches, Jesus. Right. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I think the the stores, you know, the model stores, they've been replaced with the photo booths in the middle, like the kiosks. Yeah, and that's not good enough. What well, do you want, like a fake explosion? No, that expl- is good enough. You want a fake explosion and like an eagle like put into it? No, I want an Old West background because a buck wagon cover. <laughs> right. When I was in Virginia City the the other day, I should have got they had the old time oh, photos. Yeah, one oh, dead or alive. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know I was being accepted until uh, last night. So I wish I'd have known that I would have gotten one of those photos. So, uh, so yeah, I gotta I gotta find a I gotta get a nice picture. When do you know. start? Uh, that's a good question. Classified. Yeah, it's classified. <laughs> it's classified. Thank you. Classified. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I want to know because I'm excited to see how this goes. I bet you do want to know. Yeah. Know. Well, you're not. I'm not. You're not going to tell me. I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take more than that to get info out of Buck Wagon Cover. <laughs> yeah, you try to get into the brain of Buck Wagon Cover. You got to do better than that, sweet cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is about to be a wild ride. I yeah. can already feel it. Oh no, this, this this ride's gonna be just fine. They're so lucky to have me. Yeah. I mean, no, I really, I'm talking so, about for us. You know what? <laughs> well, you guys too. Them. But you, that, everybody, y'all just lucky. <laughs> Fun fact about Buck, around, around the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact about Buck Wagon Cover: very humble. Very humble. The guy. humblest. Yeah, the humblest. I, I got to come up with like a whole persona, like oh, yeah. like my drink. It can't and it can't be anything that I'm used to. No, it's like straight whiskey. It's got to be you know James <laughs> Bond 007. It was martinis shaken, not mm-hmm. stirred. No, you know th- I've got to I've got to have a like a cool drink, and oh. it's got to be you know Wild West meets FBI. Uh huh. So it's got to be you know give me a whiskey with a human hair but can i get some muddled cucumber in there (laughs) (laughs) give me two fingers of bourbon and a spritz of lime (laughs) so it's gotta it's gotta be that kind of salty and sweet kind of thing (laughs) hey buck you want your drink 
Yeah. Muddle the hell out of that cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> and make the hair extra hairy. The hair extra hairy. <laughs> Not curly enough. <laughs> Get one from that guy over there. <laughs> if not, I'll do it. I'm going to change my voice, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to. Get the Clint Eastwood thing going. Uh-huh. Agent Buck Wagon cover here to serve my duty. Where would you like me? Tasmania? I'm on the jet. <laughs> Absolutely. They're going to feel so uncomfortable. You know, they they work domestically, right? Tasmania, Texas. Okay. <laughs> sure. Small town by Lubbock. <laughs> <laughs> you now know too much. <laughs> it's time to take you out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to start us off? 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang up. I'm assuming everyone has asked himself this question. What would you do if you weren't doing what you're doing? Right? Right. And so with this uh, new venture of mine being accepted into the FBI as Agent Buck Wagon Cover, and by the way, this is a true story. I, I'm getting ready to do the Citizens Academy thing. Uh, like, I really think that I could I could be an, like, well, I don't know. You think I could be an FBI agent at 48? I think you can be an FBI is agent. Is there an age limit? Now that I don't know, well, didn't we ask her that question before? If there's an age I th- limit for FBI, I think FBI? we, I think we did, and I think she said there is not. They take anybody at any time. Yeah, I mean, when for certain jobs, though. Yeah. Well, I want to be to be an president. FBA to be an FBI Fair. agent. You must be a U.S. citizen, have check. a bachelor's degree. Check. The age requirement is between twenty-three and thirty-six. Not check. Unless you're a veteran. Um. Well, I've been to the vet. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> um, or you could qualify, they say, for age waiver. You may qualify for that depending right. on your shape and your health. Well, oh. in good shape. Yeah, good shape, decent health. Or actually yeah. good health, decent shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flip-flop them. Thick uh-huh. thighs, pretty eyes. It's good. That's right. <laughs> That'll be my cell. Uh-huh. Thick eyes. What did you say? Thick thighs, pretty eyes. Thick thigh. Hey, uh, Buck uh, Wagon Cover here. Thick thighs, pretty eyes. <laughs> Think I can get a, a wa- what did you say, a waiver? An age waiver. An yes. age waiver? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably could. I wonder what other jobs have age waivers. That's interesting. Uh, I know the military does. Let's see what other jobs. So you do. can join the at like active duty in the military if 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 you sell them that you're 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 good to go. Uh, they don't give you a waiver for age in the military. No. Well, didn't you just say that? I swear. To I God. thought you meant when you said age <laughs> waiver. I'm thinking in my mind like age cap, like you can't go after this time. I don't think they give you an age waiver for the military. I thought no. you meant wafer. No, yo, no, no, okay. no. I was I like, did I miss something? Did she not for... just say military? Uh, so F, I think, you know, I, I've always said if I weren't doing this job and I've been doing this job for almost 30 years and it sucks because, like, I love my job. It's just the business has gotten so twisted over the years. And any time that I've ever wanted to get out and do something differently, I'm looked at like a scrub. You know, you, you're looked at as a radio DJ. Yep. You know, even though I hate that term. And they're like, what do you, you talked? You know, what? <laughs> What what kind of special skill is that? I'm like, no, 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 you don't realize how I ran my show. Right. <laughs> They're like, With it doesn't matter. Iron fist. You know, it's still that armpit of the media type of mentality. Yes. So it's very difficult. So, you know, I've started my own businesses and done this and this and that. And that's all well and good. But I was like, I want to be an investigative journalist. And I've seen radio people mm-hmm. go and do different things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, go and do TV or PR work or this. And I'm like, how did you do that? Uh, I just don't, I guess it's just the connections and who you know. I don't know anybody, I guess. 
I don't know. I don't know anybody. <laughs> he knows a lot of people. You know You people. could definitely leave here and go do something investigative for sure. I've got a buddy. His name is Mike Colfield, and he is one of the best investigative journalists I've ever met. He is so cool, and his job is so awesome, and he's so content being in Orlando, and he just he works for the, the CBS affiliate, and he does such a phenomenal job, and he's such a great guy. And I used to have him on my show like once a week because mm-hmm. I'm enthralled with that line of work. Right, and the you stories know. and the things going on. And back in the day, it was really cool because those guys, I mean, it was must-see TV. Now the Internet's kind of ruined it because every you know everybody's going up to somebody. And, with the phone. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, you would have the guys that would go – like, can I get, can I, can I talk to you just for a second? <laughs> just let, let me, there was, I remember there was one investigative journalist and I don't know where this was, but he would give, he brought a, like a bone with him and he was like, you're a bonehead of the week. And he would try <laughs> oh, God. Now, I like those kind of stories too. He's a prop. <laughs> the people would be running away from him. Yeah. The T's would be them <laughs> slamming the door. No comment. Slam the door or they're running to their, they're walking mm-hmm. and then they start running to their car. Like tonight at six. Watch the bonehead of the week. <laughs> That's the good stuff. It is. So it's either investigative journalist or FBI. I've always said that. Those are the things I wanted to do. So I'm just telling you now, you know, if this goes well with the FBI and I do turn into Buck uh, Wagon Cover, mm-hmm. Agent Buck Wagon Cover, I'm out. You're leaving. I'm done. You're getting an age requirement. You're getting a new job. We got to find somebody else to work with us. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to wear a suit and tie every day and carry a gun and. You're not going to wear a suit and tie. Yeah, I'm going to be like no, Don Johnson. No, he's definitely going to wear a suit and tie. He's going to dress up, look nice. His Thank hair's you. always nice already. He has the glasses. Yeah. He's ready to go. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm gonna is, it be a, is it going to be a white suit? Did you say Don Johnson? Yeah, it'll be like, like white, Miami Vice. white linen with a peach shirt underneath. <laughs> He'll look have dapper. a tie. And my OCs. That was like an open neck, I thought, Don Johnson. V-neck. Yeah. Or a loose. Uh, yeah, a little loose. He a little loose. switch well, it up, depending on his assignment. Well, Buck Wagon Cover doesn't play by the rules, you know. That's right. Oh, my gosh. He, well, live Buck on, Wagon Cover writes his own rules. Live on a sailboat with my pet alligator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be able to afford a Ferrari at first, but I will find myself a Fiero. A Fiero. <laughs> One light pops up. <laughs> what about you? What would you do? Um, I wanted to be a lawyer. If I didn't do this, I felt like Okay, well, let's stop the conversation there because that's not happening. Oh, Pick something that you could actually do. No, I could have actually done that. You could have, but you can't. You're way too you're way past that mark. He means not we're not talking like I want to be an astronaut. Like what would you do if you had <laughs> Wow, an like... uh, astronaut? No, 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 no. Let's pay attention. Well, like, Focus. It, oh like now, gosh. not when you were five. Yeah, you're not gonna go to law school now. You act like I'm 50 or 60 or 70 years old. I could absolutely go to law school now. Okay, let's let's, let's let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you have plans to go to law school anytime soon? No, I don't have okay. plans to do it. So what would you do now that you could do right now? Yeah, like he could be an FBI agent. What could you well, he really couldn't, but we're hypothetically oh, I'm speaking, sorry. I thought. I'm sorry, you want to see this email from the FBI? Hypothetically I'm sorry. speaking is what I thought we let me, were doing. Let me, let me read this first line again. Okay. Congratulations on your acceptance to the FBI Sacramento Citizens Academy. We're glad your schedule could permit your attendance. By the way, Jason Bailey, a.k.a. Buck Wagon Cover, you are part of our special group that will be assigned to a special division. Please don't repeat this information. <laughs> You just repeated. Uh, I didn't hear anything. Your okay, code right for the back now, door is one, two, three, no. four. I don't know. What I could do right now then is I would do some type of like um not mission work, but like with the what uh yada 
Lord. Yeah, Yacht, Yacht Rock? No, what is her name? Yada, wasn't it? Yata? Um, something like what she's doing where I could help with the sex trafficking of kids. Like, I'm really, really into that, and I feel like I'm good at it. So I would try to get into some type of field work like that. Okay. Advocate, We've talked about something like that. Admitting words and not admitting words. So you're really into helping with the sex trafficking. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. Like, you, just, you, you, you said, know I'm, I'm not really trying into, to traffic into sex anybody. trafficking. I'm into helping. I'm really into sex trafficking, so yeah. I'm figuring I could probably get into that line of work. <laughs> yeah, it seems easy. I want to help with that, so I try to find something in that realm I mean, to work with. You know now. how I love to go to the CVS? Uh-huh. I'm really into drugs. Yeah, well, yeah. So I think <laughs> that if I weren't doing this, I'd do well in the drug industry. Mm-hmm. You well, know, good anyway. I do. I do good in the drug industry because I like to help drugs. Right. <laughs> I like to help drugs. You're doing all that laughing. What are you going to do, Nelson? I was thinking maybe drug addict or Walmart greeter. You would be a great Walmart greeter. Yeah, because I got that little stool there. You know what I mean? So you don't got to stand. You would be <laughs> awesome. Uh huh. I wouldn't fit the vest. And the great thing about that is you could actually start now. I think so. You could actually. I do. Second job. You can come. You can come see me at the Walmart in Roseville starting at eleven o'clock this morning. You could use the radio uh-huh. to help your Walmart greeter gig. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna greet like this fool over here. Like, hit me up, man. I'm I'm gonna be at the Walmart at Roseville. <laughs> uh, uh, ma'am, can I see that receipt, please? Can you bring the receipt over oh, here, please? Oh, I know you're not going to ask that question. <laughs> I know you're not. As rude as you are when they ask for that receipt. No, mm. you know what Nelson would ask as people are leaving? What? You can eat the rest of that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't need all of that hot dog, He's going to be the only Walmart greeter with a tip jar next to him. Uh-huh. You have so many candy bars in that box. Do you mind if I grab one? Oh, my God. It says king size. That means it's shareable. <laughs> Can I get a swig of that liter? Uh-huh. There's a reason why the Butterfinger's <laughs> broken into two Butterfingers in the king size bar. <laughs> what are those? Uh, what are the chocolate that the you break apart? Twix. <laughs> yeah, Twix. Oh, Kit Kat. Oh, Kit Kat. There you go. Kit-Kat. How about I be Kit and you be Cat? All right? Okay. Let's just split yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Here, you give me one and you give, have a nice give day. Thanks for break. shopping at Walmart. Give me a break. All right. <laughs> FBI, you're going to traffic kids. You're gonna agree. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help. (laughs) She's not gonna traffic them herself. She's gonna gonna help traffic them. Help. She's gonna help them save rescue. Gonna help them in traffic. Uh Yeah, the new driver. She's gonna look for bumper stickers and help them. Oh my gosh. We have we have really high standards on this show. (laughs) FBI trafficking. Greeting. Greeting. All right. First round of headlines. I'm gonna tell you what airline had hundreds of flights grounded and how kid snacks were mixed into porn. All right. Oh, uh, two big stories from today. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Getting learned here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. All right, first round of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air. And a big thanks to Jason for doing a follow-up at my house yesterday. 530 Good Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. All right, Nikki. Your trip home yesterday was pretty frustrating if you flew with United. H1. It began with an ominous statement. United Airlines experiencing a system-wide technology issue. They're saying that this was just a software update that triggered a glitch in the system that forced them to halt departures nationwide. If you were already in the air, it didn't affect you. They kept flying. But if you had not taken off yet, your flights were delayed on yesterday for about an hour. This lasted, which had 350 United flights delayed. Yeah, that's such a I, I, I don't think I've ever seen so many like 
uh, glitch issues mm-hmm, recently with flying, which is very very scary. It is. And if you've ever dug into like the the whole like air traffic controllers and what they go through on a daily, and how lucky we are because how many near misses. It would make you never want to fly again. Yeah, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. It's, it, right. <laughs> I fly too much. It's like you don't want to know who's making your food I don't in the back, know. right? You just want to eat it. <laughs> I agree. I, I totally agree. Don't even tell. But me. they thought it was a cyber attack at first. Yeah, people initially were thinking that it was a cyber attack. They weren't sure. Now United is saying they always knew it wasn't a cyber attack. It was just us assuming that it was that. So possibly a dumb question here: If you're in the air. And there is a computer glitch or whatever, whatever they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pilots can take over without having to use all the computer stuff, right? It's called flying blind, I think is what they call it. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. All right. But, I mean, it's, it's not the end-all, be-all if no, somebody unplugs the their, Commodore 64. They <laughs> can just use their naked eye to still fly. I think right. the problem is landing. Or possibly the newer pilots don't know how to fly. I hope they do. Oh, no. <laughs> They're just all, you know, flight simulator do. kids. Oh, God. They're like, my computer's not working, guys. Sorry. We're done. Oh, my God. Strap up. Put your head down. You know. I don't know. I met a pilot on my way back from Vegas, and he gave me a lot of ins and odds and things about what they do. And it seems their training is pretty intense. So I think they probably do know how to fly That's, without computers. That is why I'm a fan of Delta. I was told this one time, and I believe it, and I've always believed it, is that Delta is big on uh, hiring ex-military. Mm-hmm. You know, got in, in the old school. That's what I want. I want the OG guy in the cockpit. Right, who can land me on some water if he has to. Yeah, call it, what it, what I want. Call it age discrimination. Call yep. it whatever you want. I want the guy that's between 50 and 64 years of age. Mm-hmm. I want gray, if not white hair. I want Sully. Yeah, I want Sully. Yeah, <laughs> I want Sully. Every time. Every single time. If my pilot does not have white hair, I'm out. Yep. You know, I, I take a peek in there. Mm-hmm. Colors your hair, bro. All right, you're straight. What year did you graduate high school? 2010. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Exactly, because my friend's son is in high school, and he's in pilot school. You can do that while still in high school. Yeah. And he graduates from high school next year and pilot school. Yeah. Now, the pilot on the plane I met said that he can't go fly a plane because he has to go through some more years of schooling after those three he just went through. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I want you telling me stories about the Gulf War, if not Nam. <laughs> yeah. Right. I want you to tell me how you were shot down over Macho Grande. Yeah. Macho Grande. <laughs> and tell me how you survived the POW camp in order to work for Delta. Oh, right. and, and, and I was also told that you can tell the difference between an ex-military pilot and a textbook pilot, you know, one that went to school for uh-huh. it, is how they land the plane. Now, ever since you've told me that, I've paid attention, and I think you're right. Same and I, I tell people right. that. Dude. I was like, you know, this guy I work with said you can tell the pilot if the pilot's military or not. If they're if they're ex-military, they land the plane and they put on the brakes. Mm-hmm. If they're not, they'll bounce around and it'll take you a minute. Oh, my gosh. That bouncing always makes me sick. So, and, and you can also tell, like, when you're getting off the plane and the pilot comes out and greets everybody, mm-hmm. he's got white hair, he's putting the brakes on. <laughs> I'm telling you, the OG guys do that. <laughs> yes. Now, I, it sounds like I know what I'm talking about, but this is just all third-hand information. I really mm-hmm. have no idea. <laughs> I've this been could, paying attention when I fly, though. This could all be completely false. I have absolutely zero. I use it as the gospel. Zero idea what I'm talking about. All right, second start. <laughs> Someone crossed their peas when packaging Paw Patrol snacks. H2. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double whenever there's a problem. 
A bunch of Paw Patrol <laughs> snacks for kids had to be recalled after someone realized a URL on the packaging was leading to a porn site. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say luckily, but this only affected people in the UK, so no one in the US was affected. The recall notice said that it was two types of the little mini Biscoff cookies, and they have fixed the problem at this point. They're thinking somebody uh, hacked it and possibly gained access to change the UR code, or somebody that works there was not paying attention, put the wrong one on there because the company switched over to a new site and did not discontinue the old one. Did it say what the URL was? Like paulsweat.com? No, it was up. Uh, appykidsco.com. And, and that's a you, porn site? A, yeah, and when you clicked on it, uh, it was porn. Oh, so it was probably somebody <laughs> got in and hacked the URL mm-hmm. or redirect. Yeah. I can't win- imagine that they started out with kids in the name. <laughs> exactly. To the windows, to the walls, to the sweat drops down my paws. Yes. Dot com. Dot triple X. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we, uh, we got a, a very... Um, Cool opportunity yesterday, and I didn't see this coming. Uh, and uh, we went for a tour of Folsom Prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to tell you about that tour and uh, what we learned and what we saw, what we heard, <laughs> what we smelled. Uh, but, it, I, like, my mind is still blown from yesterday. Yeah. yeah. It was so cool. Like, I never in a million years thought that I would be able to stand in the same room that the late, great Johnny Cash did. Right. When he performed. I mean, that was just the coolest thing ever. All right, give us a minute. Hey, thanks for being here. 916-909-0985. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Good morning. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Yesterday, we uh, got a really cool opportunity uh, to tour Folsom Prison, which I know many of you drive by it. It's pretty cool. You might work there, and it's not a big deal. Uh, But when you just move to town and you're a fan of Johnny Cash... And you get to stand in the same room that he performed in, in front of uh, the inmates. That was pretty surreal. It was really neat in there. It looked like a real prison, like what you see on TV. Now, she can say that. For for those of you that are shaking your head going, hey, you dumbass, of course it looks like a real prison because it's a prison. Right. She used to be a CO. So, if, in case you didn't know that, Nikki D used to work in the... Uh, the jail uh, world. I worked in a, in a maximum security male prison um, back in Georgia, and it looked nothing like how Folsom Prison looked at all. Like, it looked like a day camp, according, like compared to that prison. What, the Georgia one did? Oh, absolutely. We have uh, electronic doors. We don't have locks and keys. We don't actually uh-huh. lock people inside of cells. Their doors close. It locks automatically. We yeah. buzz it. It opens up. Yeah. Like it pops open. Well, There's a lot, no obviously clanging. A lot. Yeah, no clanging and banging. None. Of, it's not concreted like how the walls are there. None of that. Well, they also didn't open up in 1880. Right. When Folsom Prison <laughs> right. opened its doors. And what was crazy, we got to thank uh, Mr. Deal for, for helping us out there. And the reason why we went out there is we're working on something uh, for you guys uh, listening. It's just an idea that I've had for, for quite some time. And it looks like it will come to fruition at some point, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> excuse me, hopefully by the end of the year, which would be kind of neat. But, I mean, we literally, we, you know, we, we get there, and, uh, and, and, and I, I screwed up because I didn't read the email. Mm-hmm. And we, we're not allowed to wear blue jeans. And both of us had on blue jeans. So they had to give us these, these coveralls. These, yeah, these coveralls. And I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, I didn't. But man, I could see the look on Nikki D's face. She, she was, was not like, happy. This is not my style. This <laughs> doesn't go. But it did. It like matched your sweater. You looked good in them. I 
hate wearing coveralls, number one. And I, I just have a thing with putting on other people's clothes. Yeah. It just, it, it I, in my mind, it's like the grossest thing ever. So as soon as he handed them to me, I'm like, oh, I don't like putting on other people's clothes, but okay, I got to put them on, just be here, a big girl. Here, when was the last time those coveralls were washed? They know, weren't. Like, they aren't. Here, you take these. <laughs> we just caught the guy yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, very special coveralls. Uh. So then we go in, and you know, you walk in, and, and it was like Shawshank, right? Because you know, it was so old, and and most of the stuff there is the original stuff. Yeah, like the I mean, of course, the walls, the the I mean, the way that it was built. Nothing's been updated. I mean the the engineering of this place mm-hmm. from the, the the back in the day day is mm-hmm. just phenomenal. And we walk in, and you know they've got different tiers of 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 inmates in there, and I guess I just didn't know what to expect. But we were walking, like, with everybody. Yeah, did you think we were going to just be where they were? I did when he said he was going to give us a tour. Because in prison, there's not many places you can go where inmates aren't. I figured we'd get, like, on a walkway or something. I figured we'd be where the sharpshooters were. No. Okay, so that's what you thought? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so here's what, that's funny, because here's what I thought. I thought that, in my mind, you know, you picture something. Uh You have no idea, but this is how you're picturing it. It's mostly based off of movies and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I'm picturing us walking down a long hall uh-huh. with all the inmates in their cells to our right, to our left, uh-huh. and we're walking down, <laughs> and you would hear a little cat calls here and there, yeah, or what's up, and that kind of thing, or even some profanities, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But n- none of the inmates around us. No! But they were all around us. Like, yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I think we could have probably- Been shanked? Busted some spades with them if we wanted to. Yeah, I was- you would not have been shanked. This was a medium medium security prison. They wouldn't have done this if this was maximum security. We would not have been out with inmates. But in medium, it's not a danger. They're, they don't pose a danger. That's why it's, you're well, able to he, go in there. Well, here's the thing is I never at one time felt like I was in danger. That was yeah. the craziest thing is that, you know, I mean, because we have this idea of inmates and that they're all murderers and, and, you, and you walk amongst them and they're the outcasts of society. Mm-hmm. But the the education that we got, and this is what I told Mr. Deal yesterday for, for what we're going to do moving forward. You know, it yeah, everybody likes to hear the murderer story, the this story, the bad guy story, and, and the worst case possible story. What you never hear is the rehabilitation story. Yeah. Is the success story mm-hmm. of the guy that made the mistake he served his time, paid his debt to society, and God knows how many years later gets back out and becomes a functional part of, of society, society in the real world because he realized his mistake. He got the rehabilitation because of the facility mm-hmm. and because of the people in the facility mm-hmm. and is able to there's there's people in here that have earned bachelor's degrees. Master's degrees. Master's, master's degrees. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting how, like, the system, I mean, we just got a taste of it. I mean, Nikki, I know that you know more about this and probably not as, like, whoa as I am. But right. uh, the, the, we got to meet some of the inmates that work with the staff. Because mm-hmm. they're uh, advocates. So they're, they're staff for the in- advocates for the inmates. They give them their gripes, and then they talk with the lieutenants and sergeants and things like that to try to work on those things. Yeah, it, it, was, it was amazing, you know. The ha- how they have things set up there and run was very smooth, really, really organized. I even watched the COs and how they were working with the inmates. 
it looked like a really safe, well-oiled machine place to work for sure. And this is the other thing. Okay, so you have this kind of perception of what the inmates are going to be. Same perception of how I thought the guards would be. Mm-hmm. You know, mean. Yes. And, and just tough. And they're not going to talk to you. This and this and that. And They were the sweetest people. Yeah. The not, the, the men were the largest men. I've they, oh my these, God, It looked right. like they were chiseled from rocks yes. on the Greek <laughs> mountain of Olympus. <laughs> these dudes were gigantic. They were. Hey, how you doing, sir? You enjoying your... I'm like, what? You know, everywhere I turned... About? The inmates were like, hey, enjoy your trip. Enjoy mm-hmm. the tour. Have mm-hmm. a good time. I, I was blown away. I, Did you ever feel at any one point, like, disrespectful? Like, when we were walking through that main area with all the, the four floors or whatever and all the cells and everything, I started mm-hmm. looking. Like, I caught myself looking in, and then I'm like, man, I don't need to be looking in this guy's cell. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just felt, like, disrespectful. I felt like these men aren't animals. You know what I mean? They're not... We're not, like, walking around in a zoo. And so I just tried to not look at anybody. Well, I looked because I just wanted to see the differences in how the the prison system was here versus where I come from. And it uh-huh. was very different. Oh, so I, I get what you're saying, but they're probably just glad to see somebody different than uh, who they see every day. Oh, sure. I'm sure they uh, were sweet. And I was, uh, uh, oh, please. I was, no, I was trying not to make eye contact. I thought that right? was disrespectful, too. Well, yeah. I was, too. So I wasn't looking at too many people in the eye. Of course, Nelson is staring me down. <laughs> but I got through there pretty well, I think. They, I didn't hear anybody say anything. To they me, were so happy. Know. They were happy to see Miss Nikki D. Oh, please. Yes, they were. And, you know, when I asked Mr. Deal that yesterday, I said, uh, I, I go, you know, you've got a lot of female guards or COs, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I was worried about that, I guess, a little bit walking with you. Like, how, you know, how would they... React and would we get cat calls and this and that? I heard a couple. I heard a few. They weren't disrespectful no. though. They were just like, "Hey, how are you? Any. Nice to see you." I heard a few people did speak to me. I said, "Hi, how are you doing? Have a good day." But I didn't really hear. I didn't hear what Nelson heard. Sweetness, sweetness or whatever. I didn't one, hear it that. It was just one one time, and it wasn't even like vulgar. No, but it like, was like said, hey, sweet, hey, sweetness. Like <laughs> I feel like he would use that pickup line on anyone. You know what I mean? He wasn't like cat calling necessarily. Are you positive? That it was directed towards Nikki? Exactly. Yeah. I, I wanted it to be me so bad. I just wanted to be pretty in there. I told, I told Nikki before we went out there, I said, you know, it'd be funny as if we leave him behind. <laughs> That's why I didn't go all the way into that cell you guys uh-huh. went into. We did. Funny you say that. So uh, the gentleman that is the advocate to the COs and, and the staff there, he was an older gentleman, didn't ask what he was in for, but he's been there for a while, very intelligent. He has life. Uh, and he's in there for life, mm-hmm. right? And so, because one could only assume, but he's the guy. You know, he's the he's the red from Shawshank. Yes, he's that guy. And he allowed us to go into his cell, mm-hmm. and he's got this little single cell, and it's I mean set up as nice as possible. Mm-hmm. As you you know, they all have tablets. You know, so he's yeah. got the like set up in the tablet thing. And uh, I went in there, and Nikki went in there. Yeah. You noticed Nelson did not. He go in did there. not go. In I stepped there. in briefly because you couldn't fit her. Well, I was worried about that first, but I made it through. Can the you door. imagine us getting in there and he gets stuck in the cell? Could no. you imagine him having to go be locked up in there and live in there? No, that would be awesome. Where would he sleep? He can't even fit in that bunk. I know. We should do it just as a bit. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Nelson at Folsom. I don't like that at all. <laughs> oh, I did. I did um, get one person yelling at me because I said they have TVs in here, and the guy was like. Yeah, what do you think we're supposed to watch? And I'm like, well, calm down, relax. 
I'm just asking questions. You, he wasn't no, you know something? <laughs> as soon as we got there, Nikki put on her Nikki D attitude. Uh huh. You know, it's that. She's so bipolar, for those that don't know. I'm not bipolar. <laughs> and just like and just like pretty much anybody else that's done something before, you know, Nelson's really bad at this too. Oh, it is <laughs> when it comes up, oh, it's like the Baccarat, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Every bit of guy who knows how to play Baccarat. Uh, and, and, oh, Baccarat. So, say it right. So, 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 Nikki, you know, we get there. She's like, yeah, well, when I was, you know, CEO. We did this. I did not. And she's walking around like this <laughs> attitude, like she's still on the job, you know, looking around going, yeah, I could probably just clean it up. <laughs> well, you yeah. were. I, 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 look at that. We got a code 555. <laughs> I know what a code 555 is. You, you're wrong, by the way. You're wrong. Well, then, you were walking in front of her, so you kind of missed. She didn't realize what she was doing, but every once in a while, she would reach up to her shoulder like she was talking into her old walkie-talkie. Oh, oh base, please, Nielsen. She's talking to her shoulder. <laughs> Base officer, do we got a code three four five? <laughs> I know I'm just speaking into my shirt right now, but I feel like I'm on the job. <laughs> I was just scoping out the differences. That is it. I'm out of here, Gen Pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, she said Mary three gunshot gun wound. Yeah, we got it. We got it. She's Gen Pop very liberally while we were there. <laughs> well, that's where we were. I, you know, I we re- even got to see a live escort. Yeah, you guys, bet you guys never seen that before. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Everybody, back up, Nikki Deer. Just this is how you do a live escort, okay? You guys are doing it wrong. You got Jason Nelson. Get back. Give me some room. Get back. What are you thinking? Not in my house. Let's go. I need everybody back. You, inmate four nine three. Get back. Stand down. Stand down. As you were. All right, escort. Moving. <laughs> you know I'm not wrong. That's why she's laughing. Right. <laughs> right. That's why she. If if if, if Truth, I were man. if I were wrong, she'd be pissed. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I had to jump in, I could have just known that she was okay. ready. You talking about Bailey ready to regulate? Hey, uh, Co Miller. Yeah, you don't know me, but I used to do this. So if you need me, just call out a three nine four, and I, I'm right here. I'm flanking to your. I'm flanking to your six. Okay. All right. Over. Copy. Roger. <laughs> Do not hate because I have experience, okay? Oh. I know things. I got 2.25 years on the job. So if you need me, just call it a 930. <laughs> I want to find those pictures that oh, they took God. down in the uh, cafeteria that were there originally when Cash performed. Oh, yeah. You know they're, like, in the basement or something. So, anyway. Ugh. So, thank you very much to Folsom Prison. You guys are doing a, a great job over there. Thanks to Mr. Deal and all the uh, COs that work over there and do your job. Uh, stay safe, and we appreciate all the hospitality. It was just an amazing experience, and looking forward to working with you here in the near future. All right, 916-909-0985 in Japan. Uh, very interesting that the young people over there are finding it very difficult to date. So they have taken on the help from their parents to give them a hand. We'll tell you that story here in a minute. I don't know if this is the worst thing that could possibly happen to a young person, but in Japan, the parents 
are concerned that their kids aren't getting married. And in Japan, and I would assume the same is here in the United States, fewer marriages, fewer births, mm-hmm. which equal fewer people. Yep. You know, the, the, our, our parents in the boomer generation, they lived by the code of, you know, having kids was your job to, to procreate, right? Leave, yep. leave a legacy, have a bloodline, but also contribute to, I mean, a lot of, it's a religious thing, actually, to, to contribute to society. You got to continue to have people. Uh, but I think most of us are like, oh, there's too many damn people in the world. They don't need another one. Right. And, and, I, and, and at least I, I would assume a lot of people also don't really care about their bloodline as much as they used to, leaving a legacy. There are a lot more people, especially specifically that I know, who are okay at this point in life with just not having children. Not only do they not want the responsibility, they just don't want to raise kids in the environment that we live in now. So they're like, I don't want them. Well, I know plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So what uh, this story is about is uh, these uh, these parents that attended this event. So they paid, it would have been ni- it's 14,000 yen, which is $96 U.S. money. And this matchmaking agency hosted it. And it was about, you know, hundred parents or so and they got around and they were trying to find the perfect match for their kids it was like speed dating but for your child you're talking to other parents about their kids and figuring out if y'all should put them together so it comes across to me as a little selfish because the parents really are concerned that they won't have grandchildren mm-hmm. and I, look i've never been to japan i but i i know in other cultures i'm assuming in other cultures more than the U.S. is the the bloodline is more important, right? Yes. Unless you come from a name like me personally, you know, I have no biological kids of my own, and I'm fine with that. And the way I've always looked at it is, there. I mean, there, there's nothing to brag about, right? You know, three generations go go deep, and they're like, oh, your great grandfather, grandfather was Jason. There's nothing to brag about, and that's the way I look at it. I know that's not the way you're supposed to look at it. Uh-huh. You're just supposed to look at it as like, oh, my great, you know, your great grandfather did this and, and that kind of thing. But that's not the way I look at it. How do you look at it? Well, look, I just told you is that, you know, <laughs> you have to something to brag about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. No, most people are just happy with whoever their grandparents were. I think that's old school to brag that, you know, my grandfather was a chief of this or ran that. I think that's old school. And it it's. I think a little selfish, but an okay selfish for people to not choose to have kids. Well, absolutely. Right? I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's your right, mm-hmm. and you should not be judged on, on whether you want to do that. Uh, I know when I had to make that decision with Rach, because my wife you know, uh, had to have a hysterectomy because of some health issues, serious health issues at one time, and that was the, most, that was the toughest question answer I've ever had in my life. She yeah. asked me, she goes, do you want to have biological kids? You know, and I was like, what? I mean, it's not like asking, do you want, you know, extra cheese on your omelet? Right. And had y'all talked about that before this? Uh, like, was it an option? Were you thinking about having your own kids? No, I, I don't think it ever really came up. Okay. You know, I was fine with being a, I still am fine being a stepdad. I feel mm-hmm. like I was put on this earth and I didn't know that until I met them. Mm-hmm. That was my job because right. I was raised without a father and I had two stepfathers, one being the Biggest ass jack you could possibly imagine. The other one giving me a future. But, you know, I believe in the universe and I believe things happen for a reason and all that kind of stuff. So I felt like my job was maybe not to be a father to a biological child, but to be the best parent and father I could 
to my them. kids now. Mm-hmm. That's the way I looked at it. And, you know, my wife's health came first and foremost. Absolutely. So it's like, no, 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 no. Let's let's take care of you. But, you know, I thought about it, and I actually, I, I, I asked some friends. I very rarely go to friends for advice on things, but I had to, I had to, I had to break this down. So I went to my closest friends, mm-hmm. and I asked their advice. You know, and it, and it all came back very positive, and, and I got to, to, to the solution or the, the answer that, you know, no kids, you know, take care of the hysterectomy and get right. all that stuff out of there. But, you know, the, I think about it, and I'm like, is that a selfish move? Because, you know, we're technically empty nesters now. You know, our daughter just started college. She lives with us, but she's self-sufficient. You know, I mean, she's, she's fine. <laughs> it, we like our lives. We like to go to Sky River and gamble whenever we want to go. I mean, we like to be able to go to Vegas mm-hmm. or Tahoe or back to Atlanta or to Orlando. Like, I like that freedom. Right. I, I don't want to, I would not want to be 48 years of age and, and have ha- a little baby and have a five year old. Uh-huh. That's the same thing I said. People always kind of give me grief because I only had one child. So they feel as though I'm being selfish because she's an only child. And, you know, when you die, she's in the world alone. No, everybody has friends now. She'll be fine. Well, it, it, it's different for women. I mean, that's your job is to make babies. No, it's know. not my job <laughs> to make babies. Very selfish. <laughs> Very selfish of you. <laughs> no, I just made that decision that I, I wanted to stop at one. And I feel like it was okay for me to do that. Would you be okay if your, your mother or father hooked you up with a dude? Uh, not no. arranged, but, you know, like, hey, why don't you meet uh, DeAndre? No, because I feel like my mom won't pick my type and my dad definitely won't. No, I don't want them to do anything for me. I think that would be a little weird. They'd probably pick somebody you should be with. Ooh. By their standards. Well, by probably norms. No. I mean, no. you do like the guy on death row. Bad boy. N- n- that's not true. I've encountered some of them. That's not what I particularly want. We're at Folsom Prison. A couple of the guys are like, hey, we should go out again. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you later. <laughs> Hit me up on the jail app. All right. But luckily, neither one of my parents have ever tried to do that. Now, my dad did try to end one of my relationships with the guy I was dating wife, but that's a long story that I don't have time to tell. I'm sorry. Say that again. I heard I that, right? There's a wife involved? in a relationship that my dad tried to end with the person I was dating wife. It's, it's convoluted. So, you so the were... guy you were dating was married? Yes, but yeah. I didn't know it. But oh. his wife called my dad. Yeah, well, and then he started talking to this lady like on a regular basis. It yeah. was very weird. Yeah, but that's and then he married her. That's a, no, yeah. he did not. <laughs> now you have a really effed up family. Yes, yeah, it's, it's awkward at Thanksgiving, but you get through it. No. Yeah, your kids look like sloth from Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Very weird. The black sloth. <laughs> Bloth. Bloth. <laughs> <laughs> My mother wrote a letter to a girl I lived with, first girl I lived with, and told her how she was not the one for me. Wow. And I didn't find out till you know, years later. So mad. I was so mad. I was that's so mad. line. You yeah. don't do that. I know. All right. Second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a cop on duty is going viral and what caused the U.S. Open match to halt. All right. Two big stories from today. Getting learned here with your second round of headlines. Give us a minute. Stand by for news. Second round of headlines. Again, thanks. Good guys. Heating and air. Good guys. Heating, cooling.com. Go ahead. Cops are supposed to protect and serve, not get served. H3. 
Prince George's County Police confirmed that this is Officer Francesco Martlet's second suspension this year. This took place in Prince George, Maryland. There's a viral video that's going around. You see a uniformed police officer with this little young girl. He puts his arms around her, then he kisses her, and then they get into the back of his patrol car and close the door. This video was posted on TikTok, and it has gone wild. The Prince George's County Police Department say that they are aware of this, and they are investigating. How old was the girl, does it say? It, it doesn't say her age, but in the video, she looks extremely young. Now, she could be over 18. She could be under, but she definitely looks very young, and he looks like an older cop, and he looks like he's on duty. Uh, oh, yes. I don't know about older. uniform. But, he, I mean, probably in his late 20s or 30s. Big mm -hmm. dude. He looks a lot older than her. Yeah. Oh, so, for, for sure. all intents and purposes, let's say she's over 18. Yeah. It's kind of hot. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> All I was thinking watching this video is, did she do something wrong? And, like, is he, like, coercing her to do this? Or are they in a relationship? Like, I, w I watched this video so many times just to try to figure out, like, what was their relationship? Because it looks odd. I, mean, I think if we were to poll 10 people, 9 out of 10 people have had sex on the job. Now, I know you're not supposed to. Yeah, I've uh, done it. Especially if you're. I was, I'm not a cop either. You had it, what, in the prison? No, when I was in the Navy. Well, that's not really on the job. I mean, what's on the job? You know what I trouble. mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Nelson's greeting at Walmart. Yeah. And he goes in aisle four. Yeah. <laughs> that's the wide aisle. To let some dude take advantage of him. Well, I was on the ship. That's on the job. And you know what I'm saying? Though. Like he's you. on the job. And and I can't believe he doesn't see him being filmed. Cause the, the, he's like, in the middle of a park. No, I thought he was across from a house. It, they were in the middle <clears> of a park <throat> in the middle of the day. Oh. And you can see people just walking by in the park. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was looks Wild. like he was on duty in the middle of the day. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna agree with me, kind of hot. Yeah, okay. it is kind of hot. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, is that power? So y'all don't thing? think that's inappropriate? At it's all? very inappropriate. It's extremely inappropriate. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Kind of, I mean, assume like he said, assuming she's 18. It's it's. It's kind of hot. Why are you slurring and why are you talking like it's that? It's kind of hot. That's his kind of hot voice. So in order to <clears throat> talk about the story, you got to be Black Nelson. <laughs> I don't even believe that that was Black Nelson. Nikki, I don't know what that was to be honest. I don't. It was kind of like Black it's Nelson like, with his uh, lips glued together. Forbid a guy have like a, a unique way of talking. I don't know if that's. I don't know if unique is the word I'd use. You hear anybody else talk like that? Now that but, was Black Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> he identifies it himself. Uh, anyway, yeah. So the video is has gone viral. The guy's like a big redheaded cop. Right? He is. Well, he got blonde hair. Was it blonde hair? Yeah, it's blonde. Big cop. Mm -hmm. He's huge. And she looks so tiny next to him because he's so big. And I think that's where everybody's guessing that she's so much younger. Right. I mean, I'm, not, size. I'm not doubting she's younger, but he just towers over her. Mm -hmm, absolutely. But he doesn't look like he's forcing her. That's the part that I'm kind of torn about because I see her put her arms like on his face like she's reaching up to kiss him willingly. But again, I'm like, is she doing this because he's trying to give her a ticket or are they dating? Oh. Yeah, I want to know more of that story. I do, too. I mean, we can all just assume what they did in the car. But maybe not. Maybe she's got some kind of condition, and she's touches faces, and he's like, all right, let's get in the back seat, and we'll sit down, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely not. If <laughs> Nelson was filming that video, we would have saw everything, with his, the way his phone zooms. This person uh -huh. must have had an iPhone like me. Yeah, I thought we couldn't see. Nothing. I thought they were across the street, because you see that like some guy or some kid walk away from the camera. Yeah, they're in a park, and they're like, "Oh, we just toasted this dude. Mm -hmm. He's done." All right, second story. <laughs> Tennis officials don't play, and a fan was kicked out of the U.S. Open. H four. 
The guy who calls the plays in tennis, I'm not a tennis person, so I don't know who he is. He was so intense. This guy. The umpire? Uh, oh, yeah. He turned around in that seat, and he's like, who said that? Who said that? I was like, dang. If it was me, I would be so scared to, like, raise my hand and be like, <laughs> I said it. Because that guy was so intense. But yesterday during a U.S. Open tennis match against Alexander Zverev. Zverev. Um And of somebody yelled out a famous Hitler phrase or song to him and he stopped in the middle of play and he was like, no, that's totally unacceptable. He said it threw him off his game. They did identify the man and this man looked like the most cookie cutter tennis playing mm-hmm. attendant person ever. He has on his little shorts, his tennis hat. <laughs> little I'm like, visor. What? Right. I'm like, what is this guy doing? They arrested him though. Okay, so what was the phrase? So, the, like, I don't think anybody knows the most popular Hitler phrase ever. Right? Okay, I'm gonna say it to right. the best of my ability. Oh, well, no, don't say it in. It oh, is it in German? Well, it's in German, yeah. But I can just tell you what it means in English. Yeah, yeah. why don't you give us it, that? Okay, in English, it means Germany, Germany, above all, above all, the world. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Zeref is German, mm-hmm. and so um, I don't know, like. I think the I think the guy might have heard it and was I mean it's not like kill certain groups of people. No, or, but he is still heckling him, isn't he? No, I mean it sounds like he's supporting him, like That's supporting what I Germany. When I read what the slur meant, or, you know, he's so upset about it. But I'm like, if he's German and the guy said this, it's like I he bet, was saying Germany above all, like we're gonna win the match. Okay, That's what so I, was here, I bet you here's what happened. It was a younger or older guy. This older guy. Older guy. Okay. Well, this older guy. Uh, let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to say this. This, this. this guy, his entire life, like my childhood was ruined with the chart house. My it entire was. life, 48 years, I thought the original chart house was in Annapolis. This guy, his entire life, mm-hmm. has heard that phrase and just thought it was very pro-Germany. Pro-Germany. Thought it was cool that he knew it. Mm-hmm. He's got some German in him. He loves Zarif. He's a fan. Had no idea where it came from. I believe he didn't know where it came from either. I agree. Because he looked so confused when they was kicking him out. I don't think anybody's <laughs> going, I mean, like, it, the guy that's going to know where it came from and stand up and say it, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to look at him and go, yeah, he knew where it came from. Exactly. Right? He's doing the hand thing. Yeah, unless this guy's, like, in disguise at the U.S. Open, which I don't think is the big Nazi undercover party place to go. <laughs> what if I could his, be wrong. What if it was his buddy putting him up to it? Oh, hey, you really like this guy? Say this. They're really going to love this. <laughs> Give you 100 bucks if you say this. It means super awesome in German. Wear this mustache, dude. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> You're going to go viral for all the wrong reasons. And right. to jail. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about jail. That's, that's a little nuts. But all right. California Brewfest, uh, four passes for you. Discovery Park, September 16th. You got awesome beers from... Some of California's best breweries and distributors. You got food, live DJ, a free bike valet, whatever that is, uh, courtesy of California Brewfest. All right, need some players. We're going to do You Don't Know Jeff, five-time, 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 five-time World Heavyweight Jeopardy Champion. Jeopardy Jeff will join us. You can take either Team Jeopardy Jeff or you can take Team Bailey D, which will consist of the brains of Mua and Nikki D, which I believe we are on a heater. We are on a heater. We won two weeks in a row. All right. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Start lining up so I can get you these passes. And we'll play You Don't Know Jeff here in a minute. Hang on. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. 
don't know Jeff. All right, welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson and... <clears throat> Excuse me. You all right? California Brewfest got four passes for the big event, Discovery Park, September 16th. Let's welcome to the program five-time, five-time, five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion of the world. He is the one and the only Jeopardy Jeff. Hello, Jeffrey. Good morning. How are you all doing today? Great. We're great. We're going for oh. a three-peat on you. Four-peat, four actually. Four-peat. I'm a four-peat. Yeah. Four-peat on you. All right. Well, yeah. let's find some players here. Dave in Orangevale, you, it looks like, uh, according to my screen, are getting Jeopardy Jeff, okay? Yes, sir. All right, Dave. Doesn't sound excited. Well, I wouldn't either. Lost I wouldn't either. <laughs> Just watch this. Justin in Sacramento, you are getting Bailey D. What up, what up? Okay, there we go. Two extremely excited players today. All right. Ah. Well, good thing you guys are on hold. All right, uh, Jeopardy, Jeff, you're buzzing sound when you know the correct answer. Matt. All right, Nikki D. Dave. And I got a woo. So uh, Nikki and I are on a team. If you hear our noises, that is for Team Bailey D. Jeopardy, Jeff, he's got his thing going on. Nelson, please. In the category of water. Okay. You don't have to take this long. Let's get to the point. <laughs> the Colorado River is responsible for the formation of this. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. The Grand Canyon. Oh, that's good if that's right. Final answer? Sure. And that would be correct. All right, I know you're stalling because you got you don't have something up. So no, that's all up. Let's go. Jacques Cousteau declared this giant sinkhole off the coast of Belize a top five scuba diving spot. Dang. Yeah. A sinkhole in Belize? Five. I don't believe it either. Either. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> okay. That would be the Great Blue Hole. Okay. Great Next blue category. Hole. Those are awesome. I, I dated a girl we called that in college. Oh, oh, damn. Jeopardy Jeff. And Jeopardy Jeff was the great blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean was? Thank you. <laughs> in the category of entertainment, what actor has played a superhero in the most movies? Dave. And that would be Team Bailey D. Mm. Four. The Rock. Three. Two. The Rock. That would be incorrect. Mm. Yeah. Jeopardy Jeff, what actor has played a superhero in the most movies? Um, Chris Hemsworth. That would be incorrect as well. Looking at 10-timer Robert Downey Jr. Really? Oh, Iron Man wow. in 10 different films. Iron Man. Oh, because I was trying to think of different superheroes. Mm. Well, I knew think, it was Marvel. Oh, something. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Know who. All right. You'll find four books and five movies in this vampire series. Save. Team Bailey D. Twilight series. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Strong. Final answer? Yeah. And that would be correct. Nice. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> in, the, in the category of ancient history. Of the original seven wonders of the world, only this one is still standing. Whoa. And that would be Team Bailey D. It's some rocks. Five. Yeah, definitely Four. rocks. Three. I don't know which ones. Two. Mount Rushmore. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Great Wall China. Final answer? Yes. And that would be incorrect. Damn. Of the original seven I, wonders of the world, Jeopardy Jeff, this one is still standing. In it. 
I believe it's the Great Pyramids of Giza. Oh, uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza. You were not going to say pyramids. You said rocks. I for sure know you would not have said the Great Pyramid of Giza. I wasn't going to say Giza. Well, I was, I was looking for the Great Pyramid of Giza. The rest of the pyramids are not a part of the wonder. <laughs> About 2,000 years before the Egyptians started using it, the Chinchuro people of Chile came up with the witch process for preserving their dead. Woo! <laughs> Team Bailey D. Mummification. <laughs> that, yeah. Mummification. <laughs> Yeah, not mummified. <laughs> and that would be. <laughs> Yo, dog, we're going to mummify that bitch. <laughs> wow, these mummies white. <laughs> in, the, in the category of music, Rob Thomas joined this. Whoa. Bailey D. Matchbox 20. Final answer? Yeah. Yep. And that would be incorrect. Oh, what an ass. <laughs> What a dick. Go ahead. Jeopardy, Jeff. Rob Thomas joined this musician in 1999 for the hit song, Smooth. Carlos Santana. That would be correct. Stupid. Dumb questions today. Three, two. <laughs> this band had quite the appetite when they Whoa. were... Team Bailey D. Guns N' Roses. for destruction. Yes. Final answer. Yes. <laughs> That's good. She knew appetite for destruction, though. <laughs> Quite the appetite when they released their debut album. Murders and mummification. Murders and finally. <laughs> Mom, Mom five. <laughs> in, in the category of weather, tiny drops of water condensing on cold objects near the ground. <laughs> Jeopardy, Jeff. Do. And that would be correct. Not <gasps> ah, That's a good answer. It's a short one. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's right. Sun shining through water droplets in the air causes <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Oh. Rainbow. Yay. And that hey. would be correct. Rainbow. Rainbow. Correct. That would be correct. He has the rainbow connection. The rainbow connection. In the category of gambling. This is that really a category? Yeah. <laughs> this poker term describes the amount of money a player has to wager. Jeopardy Jeff by a hair. It has to wager. Uh, the call? No. Final answer? I, um, well, anti, I don't know. Auntie's not right either. Go ahead. Yeah, Just bet. Oh, Bailey do? Bet. Bailey do. Bailey see, Bailey do. <laughs> It would be a bet. And that would be final answer? Yeah. And that would be incorrect. The player's bankroll. The poker term describing the amount of money a player has to wager is that player's bankroll. That they have, not the actual. Yes, that's not the way you say that. The bankroll is how much money you have, not that you're wagering. Have, has to wager. No, no, I see where you're going with that, but a little. Yeah, poorly worded. Screwed both of us. We're good. Yeah, go ahead. Move on. In the category of bad questions, <laughs> if you bet, if you bet, the player will roll a yo in craps. What number are you looking Whoa. for? Babe. Bailey D. Seven. Okay, I don't know. I don't Final know answer. Sure, and that would be incorrect. It's a great answer. If you bet, the player will roll a yo in craps. What number are you looking for, Jeopardy Jeff? Oh, five zero. 
I'm going to say, I have no idea. I'm going to say six. That would be incorrect. Mm. Seven come 11. Looking for 11. Dang. I, I thought like, seven or 11. Yo, what up, 5 Yo, Yo, 11. <laughs> yo, 11 is what you're looking for. Here. In the category of pregnancy, <sighs> a lactation consultant aids new mothers with <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. Really? Breastfeeding. Oh. And that would be correct. correct. I'm afraid to buzz in now, damn Matchbox right. 20. <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. The phase, uh, the phase of a menstrual cycle in Ooh. which an egg is released is called? Matt. Jeopardy Jeff. What? Ovulation. And that would be correct. I don't, oh. I don't, I don't talk about that stuff. <laughs> I don't talk about that stuff. Oh, not interested. <laughs> In the cat pays off occasionally, I guess. (laughs) In the category of celebrity romance, this former Disney star is rumored to be engaged to her Spider-Man co-star. Whoa. Team Bailey D. Ariana Grande. Agreed. Yeah. And that would be incorrect. (laughs) Jeopardy Jeff. (sighs) This former Disney star. Is rumored to be engaged for Spider-Man. Selena Gomez. I don't know. And that would be... No, we don't know. Incorrect. Kyle's over there yelling at us again. He's yelling Zendaya at you. What the hell is a Zendaya? No clue. Well, well, you know, that is, you know who know. Zendaya is, don't you? I just asked I who is it, and now you're <laughs> yelling at me because I don't know you're Zendaya. <laughs> I'm disappointed what are you, in eight? her. I'm disappointed I in her. I thought Zendaya was in the pregnancy category. I didn't know. I just, something you get. I don't know. Isn't that what you put on your desk to make you feel more... Zen? Yeah. No, that's a, no, that's a Zen garden. Zendaya garden. Yeah. Yeah. That part. This Baldwin is married to pop superstar Justin. Whoa. Son of a gun. Justin Beaver? Who's married to Justin Beaver? That's a bald. That'd be Bailey Dean. Who the hell's Beaver? That's what Five, he said. Justin Beaver. Four, three, two. Billy. Correct. <laughs> 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 This Baldwin Jeopardy Jeff is married to pop superstar Justin Bieber. Oh. I think her name is Haley. Final answer? Yes. That's correct. That would be correct. Yeah. I don't know who's married. What's the score? Should we just end this now? Uh, we have three <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff has eight. All right. Last last one here worth 25 points. <laughs> In the category of Germany. Oh, All right. Jesus. Congratulations, Jeff. <laughs> We're done. We're done. We're done. Just ask it. Come on. Dave in Orangevale, you got the passes for California Brewfest. I love it. You and three friends. Discovery Park, September 16th. (laughs) That's the next category. Save it for next week. All right. Oh, you're going to get it. Hang on. He's going to hate it. I already can tell you. I'm looking at the category and I want to delete it. Jeopardy, Jeff. Good seeing you, buddy. Nicely done. I didn't think you could go four weeks in a row. I hope that makes your week. Uh, It makes me feel better. I know it does. Give Jeopardy, Jeff, a follow on social media. He's on the Facebook. He's everywhere. Just look for Jeopardy, Jeff. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, my God. Take care. Uh, I didn't make it up. That's my next category. I know it is. What are you thinking? What, what do you mean? What am I thinking? I don't know when the game is going to end. Aren't you in charge of the time? Like, isn't that like this whole 
hierarchy that's going on. Now? I rotate between. I rotate. The executive between. producer, who now is the is the leader of the ship, goes. I don't know when we end the segment. <laughs> but you could have. Well, maybe could've... we should start having meetings. Jesus Christ. You could have easily said, hey, 60 seconds, and then I would have to read things off. No. And then it's Germany, actors, alcohol, cars. I rotate through nerdy categories oh, back into, like, pop culture categories. Uh, stupid category. Anyway. <laughs> wait till you hear it next week. Uh, I'm not here. You're Where leaving? You Where are you going to be at? I'm not going to be in this room. I was like, hold on a second. I, don't, I didn't get a calendar <laughs> invite about you missing out. a day. It was yes, a, one of the, be it was, a part of that category. Was, you did not get the calendar invite for the meeting? No, the meeting? I didn't. I did not. I will meet with myself about the meeting after. You're supposed to meet with yourself. That's what I hear. <laughs> you reflect on me not being here. You fair. understand me? Yeah, I do. All right. <laughs> so this story, uh, you'll dig. If you've not heard it, it's 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 slowly going viral. All right. And we're actually going to have the, supposed to have this woman on here at the end of this hour. Her name is Randa. And she gets this brutal revenge on her husband after catching him cheating. I'll tell you how she does it and what she decides to end, not just the marriage, but something else publicly when she finds all this out. Give us a minute. If you don't mind, give us a like, share, follow at Listen to the BS. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. You can get our podcast not only on the YouTube channel, but also on the Odyssey app. TheBaileyShow.com or anywhere you find your podcasts. We'll have a new one today, BS Uncensored. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? I just lost my train of thought. Anyway, so this woman, uh, Randa, I'm going to say it's Pusateri. That sounds about right. Sounds like a vagina car. And I'm going to ask her when she comes on. She's supposed to come on at the uh, end of this hour. So, uh, so hopefully that goes over. Uh, that would be her, not her maiden name. Her married name. Her married name. Mm-hmm. It would explain a lot about her husband. Yeah. <laughs> You've read the story, huh? Oh, yes, I have. Oh, you like it, huh? Of course. You know, I'm always into the get back with these men. Yeah. So uh, I actually saw this story late last week. A buddy of mine who does radio in Tampa, his name is Drew Garabo, great guy, very talented broadcaster. He, you know, it broke because it's a Tampa, Florida story, Oldsmore. Mm-hmm. And this woman called his show. So I actually reached out to him. I said, can you connect me to get her on? Uh, Her and her husband shared a business. It was Oldsmar Air Conditioning. And she found out that her husband was cheating on her. Mm -hmm. And so she goes on to social media and posts this uh, pretty lengthy post, I guess. You know, let me read a little bit. Oldsmar AC is no longer in business. Thank you for your support over the last 10 years. Unfortunately, Eric has decided being involved romantically with another woman is more. She put that in parentheses to make yes. sure I guess everybody knew he wasn't gay. Mm-hmm. Is more important, desirable, and valuable than that of his children, his wife, and ultimately his customers. Due to his horrific actions, we've been forced to close the company, cancel all insurance, general liability, and workers' comp, and no longer can legally work in Pinellas County. Huh. Please be aware you may also be subjected to criminal prosecution and up to $10,000 fine if you continue to authorize. Eric Pusateri to perform air conditioning services. So not only did she call her, I guess, estranged now husband out, mm-hmm. but she also said, you can't work anymore. No, she yeah. shut the business down. This is what you call a woman scorn on her last straw. When they get fed up, it's over. And she said this wasn't a first time cheating. This was for her a last time. Right. Yeah. So you get to a point. You can only blame the guy. Yep. Absolutely. They've been together. I think she said twenty years, and he's just cheating, cheating, cheating. She had enough. You know how I feel about cheaters. I can't do cheaters. I can't do stealers. Or liars. Or liars. Ooh. Cheaters, stealers, or liars. Yeah. Can't take it.
You say that like it's like such an edgy take to not be into those things. There, well, there first are off, people who put up with it. Though. Hold on. First off, don't ever use the term take on the show ever again. I despise that. And you know that. Okay. I don't hate that word. Take. And what are your thoughts? <laughs> Give me your take. What's your take? Uh, well, it's not an edgy thing to say. It's just there are people like Nikki D just said that put up with it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, we live in a world now where everybody is so PC and walks on eggshells. And you have this, especially this younger generation that is, you know, they do it by the book. There's some book somewhere. I don't know where it is. It's just some book. So instead of, you know, the like you see these old detective shows and they go, it's a hunch. Mm-hmm. Well, sir, my analytics say that that's not correct. And that's the difference of generations. Right. You know, and I mean, I think you need to subscribe to a little bit of both. But it's it's tough when you deal with people that just subscribe to one and not the other. Right. And there's some offenses that you can move on or get past or go through. But lying, cheating, stealing, those are hard no's for me. There are many people. You know, this this woman is a great example. You know, and again, we're going to talk to her uh, here in about 30 minutes. She's a good example that put up with those things. She did for a long time. Right. And th- so, you know, I'm sure she says the same thing. She doesn't deal with liars, cheaters, and, mm-hmm. and thieves and stuff. But that's exactly what her husband was doing to her for, yep. for years. Yep. So but when th- you find yourself, I think, in these married situations, you bend on things you may have stood firm on when you weren't, when you got kids involved. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, I've always kind of, taking shots at people that were like, I'm just going to stay with her because of my kids. When you have kids, you kind of understand like, okay, how do we get past this? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, you know, like I always think it's like, well, if something happens with me and Rachel, I just don't want to move. And that's the so thing. So that's your whole issue that's is that you thing. don't want to move. That's my whole thing. I just don't want to move. <laughs> Y'all just going to live in separate wings of the house? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather that. Yeah. I do not. And I'm sure she feels the same way. She could walk in on me having some crazy Burning Man orgy. She's going <laughs> to yell and scream at me, and I'm going to say, my bad. And then I was like, you want to break up? And she's like, no, I don't want to pack again. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to text me right now going, that's the truth. I guarantee it. She's like, our relationship's going to change greatly, but I just don't want to pack again. You do your Burning Man orgies and keep it down over there. Right, just stay, move on on the side. And on her house. side of things, she's like, those poor women, women, I know what they're getting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. Hmm, how about that? So, uh, yeah, so she 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 went on to say, I don't know. Uh, oh, no, the, the response to this is even better. The internet loves this woman. Oh, absolutely. They're going to support. They want her to open up her own business so they can support her. And if, I mean, you talk about, brilliant grassroots marketing mm-hmm. this is brilliant grassroots marketing i want to know how he reacted to it that's what i want to know like what, how did her husband react i i don't i haven't seen any reaction i have not yeah, seen it that's why i himself. can't wait to talk to her because i want to know how about did you see one of the names that they floated to her to like rename the business what was it a better man air conditioning incorporated brilliant <laughs> it works on all the levels yeah you know how much money this woman would make if she's going to, again, we can ask her. Maybe she'll, mm-hmm. you know, tell us how much money she could go like nationwide. She could just based off of this story and crush. 
Because that's all you need is one viral moment to put mm-hmm. you on the map. Because we see it like with uh, like celebrities, right? People, they, they get fired. Like, I'm a wrestling fan, so in the wrestling business, you have good women wrestlers, good-looking wrestlers, right? Mm-hmm. And they get fired, and the fans don't like it because they're fans of that person. They've created a fan base. Right. That's the whole goal. It's the gimmick. Create a fan base so you can go and do whatever you want. And so um, they go on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or they do something, you know, and... and they're making People more money. Support, for Who sure. was the uh, UFC fighter? Paige, was it Paige Van Zant? What's her name? Let me see. And, and she was like, "I made more money in 24 hours." Is that right? Thanks, Kyle. Made t- more money in 24 hours on OnlyFans than I did my entire fighting career. And you wondered, like, what did she show off on OnlyFans? Because you don't have to be all the way naked on OnlyFans. Like these yeah. dudes will line up for like a Maxim magazine shoot. Absolutely, because they feel like they're getting the exclusive. Right, uh-huh. and they're getting a closer look to whatever this person. I want an person all the is. way up look. If you're going to be on OnlyFans, and I don't if, want. And if you're paying twenty, thirty, forty, fifty dollars a month for a subscription, you can send that person their personal a message, you and they're going to and they're going to respond. So that's why they're paying. That's why they're making the money. But this woman, if she uses this story, she's going to be banking, without a doubt. I can't wait to talk to her. Randa, I think it's Kyle. We need to make sure we get her last name right. Right? Pusateri? Pusateri? Pusateri. 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 Probably. It's a disgusting last name. Yeah, well, he was a disgusting man. I don't even like saying it. Nasty. All right. uh, What? Third round of headlines, yeah? Third round. I'm going to tell you where a bear decided to get white claw wasted. And I'm going to give you an update on the Burning Man Festival. All right. uh, Again, two big stories from today. Stuff you got to know about, right? We'll get you your third round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, third round of headlines. Thank you so much, good guys. Heating and air, 530-good air. Best service, best price, guaranteed. And they got a guy, Jason, there. If he shows up at your house, it's your lucky day. That's good, Jason. That's good, Jason. Mm -hmm. Good brother, Jason. And that's no BS. Sorry, Nikki. (laughs) A local neighborhood bear never calls before coming over. H5. He was straight, came here, opened all the cabinets, he opened the beer cabin, he grilled the beers, he drank it, and left. She should do play-by-play. <laughs> she should. Amazing. <laughs> she is awesome. A three-legged bear in a Lake Mary, Florida. Uh, he's known in the neighborhood as Tripod. He comes in and out. He goes in people's houses when he chooses. In this particular day, he goes into this woman's house. He eats the fish food next to the fish tank. Then he opens up her bar and drinks three white claws. And in the video, it's hilarious. At first, I thought the bear was drunk. That's why he was wobbling. And then I realized he only had three legs, which is why he was wobbling. You sure it's three legs? And I was like, oh, no. So they used to call Nelson back in high school, tripod. <laughs> yeah, he was like got a gold medal in the pole vault. <laughs> yeah, right. They said the only damage he did was stole snacks, and he put a big uh, hole in her screen where he came into her patio. And Lake Mary, which is right outside of Orlando, is is actually kind of a, a nicer, highfalutin, uh, fluent, flu- it like fluent, fluent, highfalutin, highfalutin. Uh, area, you know, it's, it's, it's so, you know, occasionally you'll have a bear come here and there, I guess, but whatnot. Uh, but he's grabbing white claws. He is. And the uh, news anchor asked her, does she have any white claws left? You know what she said? Barely. Oh, oh my God. Is that real? That's real. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Kyle. He'll tell you. Kyle likes the puns. <laughs> you know where the term bear came from? Where's that? 
when they found the bear drinking white claws. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a story too that there was a bear down in uh, Lake Tahoe while you were there. And I was like, I'm sure there's plenty of bears in Lake Tahoe. I bear. wish Bailey would have ran into this bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nikki, that's what they, there was a, there was an a, a bear alert when I showed up to Lake Tahoe. <laughs> they said there's one out. <laughs> Careful, Run everybody. <laughs> Watch out for the bear in the mountains. <laughs> All right, next one. The Burning Man Festival is finally clearing out H6. The annual pilgrimage centered on arts and music, trapping more than 60,000 event goers after historic rainfall flooded the venue. Uh, this was in the news yesterday with the Burning Man Festival and all the chaos and things that was going on when it started to rain and thousands of people were trapped there. Now, some decided to say there were 73,000 people that attended, 63,000 chose to stay there. It took 11 hours for some of them to try to get out to go 15 miles. At this point, they said traffic is moving. People are pretty much clearing out. There was one death reported, though. A 32-year-old man did die there. They don't have the official cause of death, but drugs. they think it's because of drugs. Yeah, drugs. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I really need to meet, and I'm sure I can, you know, the festival's what, 100 miles north of um, Reno, right? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not that far. You know, I saw some of the traffic coming back on, on mm -hmm. 80, uh, over the weekend or on Monday, I, I just, I don't want to judge, but I don't get it. You know, I mean, I've been to festivals before. I hate lines mm -hmm. and I really don't want to be around a bunch of people either, but this is abs absurd. Like the, the, the traffic getting out of this place. I know. But I mean, it looked like a mass exodus, like from Independence Day. Uh -huh. 73,000 people. That's a lot of folks. I don't know what the draw is. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't do like. You don't do drugs. You don't look like a debauchery guy. Like, you're not a... I can do drugs if I choose anywhere. I don't have to wait in traffic to do drugs. <laughs> I know, but not If I like... want to have an orgy, I'm sure I don't have to wait in traffic to have an orgy in a dome with people that haven't showered in five days. Like, this is what you're going for. I know, but it's You're like... going in the middle of the desert to do a lot of drugs, uh -huh. have sex with dirty people uh -huh. that haven't showered in days, and barter... <laughs> And listen to yeah, but you're not on a the, DJ. You're not on the drug. You're not worrying about the the cleanliness when you're on the drugs. And they call it a camping experience. It is. I can go camping thirty miles up the hill in Auburn if I want. I yeah. don't want to go camping. I mean, neither do I. My wife asked that? me that the other day. She was like, <laughs> "You don't strike me as a camping guy." It's like I've camped before. I have camped. I choose not to camp. Yeah, that's what I told Nelson when he's like, he's going camping and he was taking his kids and he's like, "Do you want to go?" I'm like, "Do I look like a camper to you?" I don't like camping either, I but I camp. feel like you're supposed to take your kids camping. I've like, never taken my kid camping, and she's just fine. Here, if I were you, I would explain to your kids how much better air conditioning, <laughs> right? Electricity is <laughs> electricity, toilets, running toilet water, paper. Love it. Like why? This is like I'm not a. I've hunted. I could hunt. <laughs> I choose to go to the grocery store instead. I'm a fan of showering. I'm a fan of showering. All right, <laughs> Randa Pusateri. Let's just say that for mm -hmm. right now. Hopefully uh, all goes well, and she joins us here from that story we previously told you about. She's making the rounds on the Internet. She owned uh, Oldsmar Air Conditioning uh, by Tampa, Florida. She calls out her cheating husband and shuts down the business and shuts him down for any future work all in one Facebook post. <laughs> She's becoming an Internet darling, uh, a hero to women all over the world. That's exactly what she is. She is our hero. All right. Well, uh, hopefully you get to speak with her here next. Thank you. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. I want to thank my buddy uh, Drew Garabo, who does radio at The Bone in Tampa, for connecting me with our guest here right now. 
She is the darling of the internet, without a doubt. The story, you know, like there's certain stories that gain steam in certain parts of the world or in the country. Yep. And it takes about a week for it to get everywhere. Yep. And this hit uh, last week over there because I had seen it on his Facebook page because she had called his show. And then it kind of has trickled over to me over here. And I've got a feeling this is going to be a bigger to do. Uh, just real quick, if you missed the last segment before we bring Randa on. This woman found her husband cheating once again. She's got children with this guy. They mm-hmm. own a air conditioning company together. And uh, she just had enough. So she goes on to Facebook and puts this dude on blast and says, we're done. The company's done. We're done. You can't work anymore. You're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It is the ultimate woman scorned story when a woman's fed up it's called the ultimate receipt right yep uh randa it's pusateri correct it is okay it is. <laughs> that, what's your maiden name arthur arthur not <laughs> to be randa arthur yeah. again yeah i mean how fast do you want to go back to arthur because i gotta tell you to be honest with you, i don't like this pusateri it just doesn't this doesn't roll i don't like the name right you and i are getting along already so. yeah. <laughs> when, when, when did you get married uh to this guy his name's eric by the way when did you get married to him we've been um together for 20 years so oh. um yeah mm-hmm. we've been married for just almost or no we've been married for like 17 but we've been together for 20 years so i i bet randa at that time it went through your mind and you just never told him or anybody else maybe your closest girlfriends you're like i love this guy but i just don't want his last name did that go through your mind <laughs> Yeah, I could have done without the last name. But, right. You know. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a <laughs> yeah. vagina car. Randa was, was already difficult enough. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So walk us through this. Walk us through this. You and your husband share a business, Oldsmar Air Conditioning. This is in the Tampa area. And mm-hmm. and uh, you go on to Facebook and you just put them on blast. You say you're no longer in business. Thank you for your support of the last 10 years. Unfortunately, Eric has decided being involved romantically, and you made it a point to say with another woman. Were you afraid people were going to think he was gay? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. Right. Is more important... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, my, my judgment of him is off. So. Yeah. Desirable and valuable than that of his children, which is sad that they're involved in this whole thing, his wife and ultimately his customers. So how... This is not the first time you've caught him cheating. How did you catch him cheating this last time? So... um <laughs> He actually um, told our, we have a 16-year-old daughter. Um, he told our 16-year-old daughter first. He went up to her work and told her. Whoa. And, um, yeah. And apparently thought that she would do his dirty work for him, apparently. I don't know. And she was like, I'm not telling my mom this. Like, no. <laughs> so, um, which, so, like, two days later, because um, she just kept saying, he needs to talk to you, but I'm not even getting in the middle of it. And I was like, okay. So, he finally like sputtered it out or whatever. And I'm like, what? But he had said at that time that she was 19 and da, 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 and he kept making it. And I'm like, why are you making such a point out of it? And the fast forward and she was 17 at that time, which ex- I guess explains Whoa. that. I don't know. So yeah, it came out from him initially. Wow. Um, so when, when, yeah. when he told your daughter that he was cheating, yeah. was he telling her because he was going to tell you because he wanted to end the relationship or was he trying to get away with it? And- he wanted her to tell me and he was like annoyed that she wouldn't tell me. Yeah, I understand that. But was he trying to end your relationship? Oh, um, well, I don't, well, I don't know. That's what happened. But I have no idea if that was initially his no. intent. Did you, um, did, did you know this girl or do you know this girl? No. 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 So she wasn't your no. daughter's friend or anything like that? 
Thank God, no. Okay. Thank God, no. Yeah. Is she no. 16? The girl's 17? Do, the girl's 17, yeah. And um, they do have, there is some overlap, but it wasn't. That's just because there's two high schools with, you know, in the same county more so than anything else. Where does um, a grown man meet a 17-year-old at, let alone to get romantically involved? Yeah, so allegedly. Now, we had gotten in, like, a whatever, a normal argument, whatever, and he was being extra and whatever, went to a hotel for, like, two nights. And allegedly, he met her there while she was working there, and she put a note under his door. Is like, Again, this is all. I have no idea if this, any of this is factual. I I have no idea. This is at least what's been presented. I mean, Nelson, but, um, if, if I had a nickel for every time a guy and his wife got like, upset, I'm like, really, it's funny here. Where do you go? Under you. you go to Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I find my bitches. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, number, oh, yeah. what number cheating is this, uh, Randy? You said he, in, in, in the oh, article. Um, I don't know. It's been a, I mean, it's, it's been 20 years. And 20 years, it still happens. I have no, I mean, it's not the first. Okay, have, have you, know, you cheated no on? That, have you cheated on him? No, lots of allegations, whole lots of allegations, and uh, but no. Okay. I mean, I, I, yeah. Okay. Is it the the age of this woman that was the 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 last straw? It's all of it. It that just like the dismissal of it, just like the, like really, you're going to go tell our daughter and have her try to tell us like <laughs> she knows there's you know just the whole thing, and then just like the immediate behavior, like just completely forgot anybody like existed and like he had responsibilities like it just was so mm. unnecessary and extra and like ridiculous so what was his reaction when you posted this on facebook and shut down the business what did he do at that point um he's angry clearly um but i mean it's just he's kind he didn't of try to defend guy. himself or he didn't try no, to fight you nothing. with the business nothing really? nothing wow. Nothing beyond being angry, you know what I mean, or whatnot. But no, no action at is, all. Is he still? Or, at the, is he still at the house, the hotel? Where's the guy at? No, they moved into. Um, they moved into their own house. They? Oh, they're together still. Yeah, for like yes, yeah, so it's been like three months now. So yeah, they're still together. Oh, that's cool. She's not cool. She, oh no, no, it's cool. She had a little yeah, playhouse cool in the back. All. Oh god, they, they moved into the. <laughs> I didn't think they had co-ed dorms down there. And they got a they got a nice ba- uh, out of ground baby pool. They go swimming all the time. Jeez. You've been there. <laughs> no, I'm just assuming. How old is your husband? Forty. He'll be forty-seven this month. Oh. What, what about the parents of yeah. this girl? So that's what I would like to know. Like, there's no way that because they live here locally. There's no way that they don't know by now. But yeah, silence from them too. Because they would if I mean if there were anything sketchy. Before uh, age of consent, which, what is it in Florida? Is it 16 or 17? I don't know. I no. have no idea. You should know I, because I, that, that, that should know. play, play right. into this. I, I know in Georgia they just changed it. I think 16. 16. Yeah. yeah, 16. So, I would say, say it's 16, but then in some cases it's 17. So it just depends on the. Right, but the, the, the parents would have to support this at some, mm-hmm. I mean, some point, which makes, now I lived I in. I mean, from the silence, I would think they are in some way, shape, or form, but I don't know why in a million years. Yeah, I, I lived in Tampa for a couple of years, so I know about Dirty Tampa, and there's some people there that, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a different lifestyle, especially when you get up that Polk yeah. County, you know, up to, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just a different world. Under but, Florida statute, under Florida statute 79405, any person who is 24 years or older mm-hmm. that engages mm-hmm. in a sexual activity with a person 16 or 17 years of age 
has committed uh-huh. a second-degree felony. Wow. wow. The age of consent in Florida is 18. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe you think it's none of your business, random moving forward, but if you really want the ultimate receipt with this guy, <laughs> I mean, I think it's just a phone call away. Yeah, he's yeah. got to be a registered offender now. Yeah. Well, I talked. Well, I talked to them, and they talked to her, and then they said that there was no um, crime being committed. Oh. So I, I respectfully didn't well, go any further with that because that's. But yeah, no, I I did that. What's the uh, What's the Polk County Sheriff that crazy some bitch? Uh, I bet you give him a call. He- uh, yeah, Grady Judd. Grady Judd. <laughs> oh, my God. That dude is uh, just uh, – I mean, I like the guy. Don't get me wrong. I've had many conversations, but he would have a huge problem. He's the guy that's always on national news busting these yeah. underage st- – I mean, and he is a sh- as straight of a shooter as you could possibly get. Plays by the boot. Yeah, he really is. All right, so in this post, uh, Randa, that, that you made regarding your cheating husband and you shut down the business that you shared with him for 10 years – you also put uh, in the post that please be aware you also may be subject to criminal prosecution up to $10,000 fine if you continue to authorize Eric Pusateri to perform air conditioning services. Thanks again for your support. I deeply apologize for any and all inconvenience. Uh, Eric, you're disgusting and a disgrace. So you, how, how, you've ultimately said don't, you can't use this guy to do any air conditioning services, but how can you do that if he works for someone else? So, no, if he works for somebody else, that would be different. He'd be working under their license. But currently under his license and Pinellas, not that it's not widely done. It wouldn't, but it is an action. I mean, it, that was more to him than anything else because that is something that he knows he's putting people at risk at. It's a Florida construction law. It's not what, it's not commonly used, and it's, it's not meant for the everyday thing. But it is somebody could, I mean, but he could work under somebody else's license. It's just currently right now in Pinellas. His, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. How, how many, how many, uh, how many guys have uh, slid into your DMs after this, trying to come over? <laughs> There's been quite a few. I bet. Yeah, you're gonna take anybody up on those offers? I would. I would because you know what you do, and you haven't experienced this, right? Because you've been with him for 20 years. Women and men alike do the same thing. Once you're single and you go through this, you have this slut period, right, of six to 12 right. months where you, no one can judge you. You can do whatever it is that uh-huh. you want. This is your time, Miranda. You're an attractive woman, oh, too. I'm, oh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm just not quite there yet, but I'll get there. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. are you going to re, reopen the business under just your name? You know, I don't know. I um, You know, obviously, none of this is anything that I anticipated or expected or saw happening. So, you know, right now, I'm kind of taking the opportunity, I guess, or trying to make it an opportunity or so of kind of just being able to kind of I guess decide what I want to do moving forward. Um, you know, because I've been in that business my whole life pretty much. You know, my dad was and I grew up in it. So I have a lot of knowledge and I have a lot of experience in there. I love it. At the same time, I want to make sure, see what I want to do, I guess, now that I kind of have that chance, freedom. I guess. To do right. that, you know, yeah, I, exactly. Like, I'm, the, 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 you know, the situation is what the situation is at this point. It's not a great situation. However, it is a situation. So just try to make it something, you know, decide what I want to do, I guess. And it may be that, it may not. I'm not real sure. I've got two suggestions for you, Randa. All right. Okay. One, reopen the business like some people have claimed online under a different name. Great name yeah. yeah. And, and you're going to be huge because of the marketing and the support that you're getting from the internet. Uh, or t- two, quickly after this phone call, set up an OnlyFans account. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you be the AC chick, right? That's mm. the name. There you go, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, right. you make tons of money. You probably make more money in 24 hours on OnlyFans because of this story that's gone viral than you, right, than you did in your business for 10 years. Right. All right. Well, look. <laughs> That'd be crazy, right? But you're probably right. Right. We're going to let you go. Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on and sharing the no, story. That's good stuff. Guys. And we'll uh, keep in contact because I want to see what the rebuttal from Eric yeah, is. Yeah, how this is going to go down. All right. We'll see you, Randa. Thank know, you. Right? Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you. <laughs> Poor guy. You think she's just broken enough to hook up with a 41-year-old man baby? If Yes. Man baby could get Randa baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yep. I, I got to strike Agreed. by the iron's hot, though. So can I get, like, some money? How far away is Oldsmar, Florida? That's where she is? Yeah, it's Tampa. Okay, Tampa. Can yeah. I, can I <laughs> bum a... <laughs> you need a plane ride. I know, a plane ride. <laughs> I know the juice is running, but uh, I don't know. Big Daddy Bang Bang, if you could hook me up with a plane ticket to Tampa, that'd be... I'm sure we can all pitch in some Sky Miles or something. <laughs> get baby man, baby man on a plane. Yeah. That's what you do, man. That six to twelve month grace period, everybody goes through it. They do. You get to live out your fantasies, not judge yourself, and then one day you just wake up and feel so gross and disgusting, yep. and you're like, "I know you don't have to." I mean, just I know you, I'm. I'm not talking about you directly, no, but I, I, you feel like I am talking about you directly. I, I kind of <laughs> wore that thing down to a nub. He's like, "I'm not even done my thought." Yep. Uh uh-huh. yep. uh-huh. He's. Spot on. Yeah, that was yes. me. That was me. That was me. Five times. Our buddy Derek Clark uh, with the Boardwalk uh, had him on talking about putting together an event uh, for to help out the uh, the poor folks over there in Maui, and he's got everything ready to rock and roll, including the bands and times and dates and all that stuff. So we'll get Derek back on so he can share that information because it's going to be a good time and all for a great cause, and it's coming up, I believe. I think it's a week from Sunday, if memory serves. So, anyway, Derek will run through all that here when we return. Hang on. Yeah, we'll have a new one out uh, today. The BS Uncensored on uh, the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nick D. There's Nelson. As we try to make friends, you know, being the new kids in town, Nikki's screwing it up for all. No, I'm not. <laughs> thought we made friends with uh, the gentleman who runs the boardwalk, rocktheboardwalk.com, and he's putting on this phenomenal event and we got the details now, all to help out those fine folks that are suffering in Maui. But Nikki D, I guess, answers the phone, and she's grumpy. And I'm not grumpy. I mean, it's, I I know the feeling. I'm an Nelson, you know the feeling too. <laughs> she's got the worst phone skills ever <laughs> for a person that used to be in customer service at a hotel. Yeah, I have really good phone skills. Thank you very much, Mr. Derek Clark. Uh, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I am great. Thanks for having me. I apologize for. She actually was a little. She was a little grumpy, you know. She was like, "What, what, are, you doing? what are you doing?" Oh, oh, right. That's what. That's what I heard, and I apologize for her, Mr. Clark. I mean, that's laughing. insane. Listen to him laugh. But but I want to tell you, sir. I I go through this on a daily basis. She has got the phone skills of a millennial. Like I mean, it's horrible. Oh, oh no. Oh no, you can't have that. You gotta have somebody that'll be more perky. Uh, I agree. Oh, I don't did you want me to sing you uh, a no, song, Mr. Yes. Derek? Good. I think you I did what? really she, well. <laughs> you hear real, a pull up there at the end. Real. That's the whole thing. <laughs> she was yeah. really ready to let him out. Real person. <laughs> real person. All right, so uh let's get to business, all right? Because you last time we spoke and we met for the first time, uh you said that the boardwalk's gonna do something uh to uh for the Operation Help Maui, and you just didn't have you had an idea, and you kind of had a day and a vision, but now you've got everything locked and loaded and ready to rock and roll, correct? 
Yeah, we're on fire right now. It's kind of like uh, it's head spinning. You know, it's uh, it's been a, a crazy a crazy ride because a lot of people are getting on board with this. So September 10th, which is a Sunday, we are having uh, six bands play, and we're going to have uh, a huge fundraiser indoor and outdoor. Um, it's going to be it's going to be live. It's going to be it's going to be epic, and we hope to uh, start our kickoff. Uh, to get this uh, fundraising going to buy 100 tiny homes and uh, get some people housed out of Maui. Yeah, and this is the cool thing for those that are listening. Like, you're thinking, well, it's just, you know, okay, I'm going to go and have a great day at this great venue, this great event, uh, and I'll give some money and the ticket and all that. But no, what what they're doing is they're actually purchasing. They're coming, what, from Texas, right? And you have to then somehow get them to Maui for these people. But that's where they're based out of, right, these houses? Yeah, uh, Polytech, I believe, is, is the company, and they're out of Texas. Yeah. So what we're doing is is working with the governor's office of emergency services, and they're, we're trying to get a C-17. We're working on a couple C-17s to get them transported to Alameda. We did, however, secure Matson in kind. They are going to ship those to Maui for free. Wow. And – yeah, so as many as we can get on, you know, they're 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 willing to do what if we did 200 homes, they'd do whatever we we want. They want to help, you know. Uh, and then we're working with uh, Habitat for Humanity, the Red Cross, uh, the Hawaii Foundation in Maui uh, to work with contractors to get these things built. And we even have one person that has uh, pledged to use their land to build these on. That's absolutely amazing. You got this all done in like a week. <laughs> well, I mean, two weeks, but who's who's counting? <laughs> well, two, do you Hell, know, two weeks. That is phenomenal. You know how well, long it I, takes I, I, for the rest of the world to get stuff done? Trust me. I know. Two weeks. That's pretty good, Derek. The way this is going to happen for Maui is privatization because working with these governmental agencies is a uh, there's a lot of red tape, and we can kind of rally on the backside to get these things done. Um, I've got a great a great guy that we've uh, run into and met, Ali Cooper, and uh, he has some serious connections in Maui, like myself, and he has uh, rallied some of his troops. He used to be a lobbyist for uh, California government, and um, he's been wonderful, and we've got a couple other resources that we're using as well, so it's just not me, I may I may be carrying the flag a little bit out there, but um, there's a, a whirlwind of people that are are instrumental in making this happen. Sure. All right. Again, September 10th, RockTheBoardWalk.com. I'm assuming you get tickets there off your website. Yeah. Yeah, you can get tickets on the website. If you just want to hang outside, it's fifteen dollars general admission. We've got uh, Stacy Lace, uh, Sacramento Kings DJ. She's going to be spinning records out there, mm-hmm. along with a couple food trucks, and just hang out and have some fun. And then inside is $25 general admission uh, to listen to uh, six bands. Uh, everything gates open at 12 noon, and the event starts at 1 o'clock, and it should go uh, a little bit past 6. I'm assuming all local bands that are performing. Yes, yeah, so we have uh, our headlining is Hipper Than Hip. They're a funk a Tower of Power band. We have uh, Greengrass Snakes. They are a, a Beatles uh, band. We have uh, Mystic Williams. They're a cover a cover band. They're they're a great band. We even have uh, the School of Rock. They've got their local kids that are going to open uh, the event for us, and uh, it's going to be it's it's going to be 
It's going to be fun. We have G Ride out there. They do disco favorites. <laughs> and uh, uh, who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. Are you looking for but, a stand-up uh, comedian? Because I know one. I do, too. And he would love to be in front of that crowd. Yeah. And my producer, Nelson, is just getting into the business. He actually got paid $10 mm-hmm. the other night. So he's technically a professional stand-up comic. Uh, so yes. if you want any comedy. <laughs> we'll bring him out. We'll, we'll, we'll use him in between bands. Oh, oh look at here, Nelson. Big gig, man. This will be the biggest crowd you've ever been in front of, all for a great cause. I've got, well, we got like yeah. six minutes of material. <laughs> That's no, all. it's just going it's up, in and, and out, no, boom, boom. Than that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he's in. Are you going to make? Are you going to make your way out, Jason? Yeah, I'm definitely. If, I, if he's coming out there, I'm definitely going out there. <laughs> Front and center. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, look. Oh, that's. This is uh, this is phenomenal. We want everybody to attend this uh, September 10th. Well, you're starting at one, right? One to six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One to six, rock one the board. Yeah. One to six. We'll probably carry it a little farther because we've been to five bands now. It's six bands. We had a bunch of other bands that wanted to show up, and I'm like, yeah, well, we got to we got a starting and ending point, so okay. it's going to be great. And 100, just I want everybody to know that 100 percent of our door and proceeds are going to go towards this project. We don't take any money whatsoever from our door. No admin admin fees, no security, no front of house, nothing. Okay. All of it's going. All right. Well, Nelson, you're not getting paid because it's not a paid gig. Mm-hmm. You, you don't understand what a charity event means, yeah, right? Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yeah. So Nelson's it. All right. It's the experience okay. you Nikki D's bring, it. Bring this person Bring this personality too. <laughs> oh, and I'll, I'll have all my personality wow. in tow. Oh, I, I was getting ready to ask: Did you need anybody in customer service at the boardwalk, like <laughs> greeting people at the door? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need a greeter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Derek. Uh, we'll see you on September 10th. Thanks for sharing this information uh, with us, so we can help get it out. You're a great guy for a great cause, doing good things, man. So thanks so much. Thanks for having me. All right, Take see you soon. Bye bye. Take care. I'm going out. Nelson's. Nelson going, looks nervous. I'm going out there if Nikki's doing customer service. Yeah, let's go out for Nikki's customer, customer service. service. <laughs> like, just get her up on stage with a phone and have a phone number signed behind oh her and have people God. call her. My customer service <laughs> skills clearly are not appreciated around here. Hey, it's Nikki. What you no. Want? Now, I mean, when she worked at that hotel. I'll decline. And I called her. Oh, my God. It was Amazing. I didn't even know. It was amazing. Is it even still a hotel? It, it, it is. I didn't even know she was talking to me. Like, she'd pick up. She wouldn't say hello. So I'm in her ear, and I'm like, what you want? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Room what? Okay. What's that have to do with me? No, we don't have late checkout. <laughs> no, no, no. No late checkout. You should have told me yesterday. <laughs> oh, it's my problem. Wake up call. Now I got to be up? You say it's my problem. You say that to my face. <laughs> say it's my problem one more time. That's what I thought. Walk away. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the Hilton. <laughs> That's why I work for real, Nelson. That's a true story. I work for Nelson. Oh, you look at me like that? Oh, okay. 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 You might want to put that second lock on the door tonight, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> keep an eye on your man, too, because I'm in the mood to sling. You keep looking at me like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have excellent customer service. Oh. Don't believe any of this hype. No, 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 no. Like, that impersonation was spot on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was actually reading off of a transcript. Yeah. <laughs> it was Nikki to text. That's a, that's an app. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I want to text.
tell you what famous actor was involved in a hit and run and who was finally fired in the soccer world. And I don't care if you listen or not, but I'm telling you anyway. I am. Because I do headlines and you listen. <laughs> Hard work. <laughs> All right, get your fourth and putter out of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all And here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530-GOOD-AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. All right, Nickity. You can't try a hit and run when your name is Gary Busey. H7. I want your, I want the number, I want the information. Sir, you hit my car. I'm private, It doesn't matter, you hit me. (laughs) What do you say, I'm private? I'm private. I'm private. (laughs) That's awesome. That might be the new, like, term for 2023. (laughs) Hey, man, can I get get your snap? No, I'm private. (laughs) I watched this video so many times yesterday because it cracked me up. Hey, man, what do you do your grocery shopping? (laughs) Nah, man, I'm private. He's private. Gets back in the car and drives off. <laughs> but that's the law, sir. Nah, I'm private. He does not care. Gary Busey comes out of this shopping plaza, and this, according to this woman, he <laughs> rear-ended her. She had a, a interview yesterday with TMZ, and she said he rear-ended her. She followed him down. Of course, she did not know who he was at the time. So he gets out. She follows him until he goes into a parking lot. She gets out. And she tells him he hits her car and she's asking him for his insurance information. And he just yells her, I have progressive. And she's like, I need the number. <laughs> he says, no, I'm private. I'm not giving it to you. He gets in his car and he drives off again. She chased him for a little while, but then eventually she just called the police and filed a report against him. Was she filming? Was she the one she filming? She was the one filming. She, was the one filming. <laughs> she sounded young, too. She was. Gary Busey's got to be, what, 70? Oh, yeah. Around seventy something. See that that's probably if she would have known who he was, right, and marked out for him, he would have been. He'd probably been like, "Hey, let me just give you I take five grand. I got five k. You know, he would. It would probably been like that. But well, he knows who he is. Well, he does. That dude's <laughs> nuts. That guy is crazy. He Looney is. Tunes. Uh-huh. In real life, Looney Looney Tunes. Hey, never bounced back from that motorcycle accident. No, after you're right. After that accident, mm-hmm. I remember I interviewed that guy one time, and I could. It, it was you, you. just didn't understand. Was he in his spelling phase then? Yes, oh, spelled everything. That and, was peak Busey, and, and and it was like a gimmick, but he was real, and he always had something, even on the fly, he could spell it out. Uh, so poor, you know, I, th- I think with some of these older actors and celebrities, when when they're not noticed. That's a hit because they grew up in old Hollywood, uh-huh. you know, where it's like everybody knows you or it's a hierarchy. You're up here. Everybody else is down here. And, you know, that was kind of the allure of old Hollywood mm-hmm. until the rest of the world got sick of it. And social media ruined it where you can get in touch with them. They're obtainable. They're humans. Right. You know, so it changed how Hollywood worked. But he's still in that old lifestyle. <laughs> he's like, this bitch doesn't. I'm private. I'm private. But even the car he was driving, it was like some little Toyota or something. I was like, what is he even driving? I wouldn't have thought he was anybody either if I didn't know who he was. It's probably in a Prius. <laughs> Seriously, it's probably in a Prius. It was just funny. The whole video is hilarious. I'm going to post it on our Facebook page. All right. Give me uh, your second one. Forget stepping down. Coach Jorge Vilda was fired. H8. 
facing widespread criticism for kissing player Jenny Hermoso on the lips during a World Cup celebration without her consent. Vilda later said that Rubiales' behavior was improper. Well, this comes from CNN. They fired Jorge Vilda, who was the actual coach of this soccer team, because when Luis Rubiales gave that speech where he said he was not going to step down, the coach clapped like everybody in that room did. And because of that clap, they figured that he was consenting and approving to what he did, which was kissing the girl without her consent. And so they have now fired him because of that. Oh, so this isn't the kisser. The kisser was no, no, the no, president, no, no. right? That was the president. This is the actual coach of the team. So who fired the coach? Um, the new president, the one that is sitting in for Rubiales Ruby while they're investigating really? it. They're the ones who fired him. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it, that crazy? His name's, he's got whore in his name. Jorge. She's got herpes in her name. It's a mess over there in the soccer world. It is. And I mean, I kind of agree with him on this being a little unfair because that's like me standing in a room right now with everybody that's above me in power and they give a speech and all of y'all clap. Am I going to be the only one who sits here and not clap? I do. I take pride in that, actually. I do that on purpose. You just, it's a reaction to just clap with everybody else. That's what he did and he fired him. That's why I always get fired because I always do the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this time you wouldn't get fired. Right, exactly. exactly. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Finally. Like, see, all these years, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Finally paid off. <laughs> I'm one for eight, but we're good. <laughs> well, he gets the grain. Worked. All right, any last-minute calls, comments, concerns? Anything on the text machine? I know we got a couple of them. Yeah, we do have a couple. All the same number, 916-909-0985. We'll do that. Roll some credits and get out of here for a Wednesday here in a minute. Hey! As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Every time somebody turns a light on in that back room, it yeah, freaks me out. Throws me off. I know. What do you think? It's a ghost? Woo. Now, I should, see, where I come from, you have your own studio. Uh-huh. And, like, nobody bothers you. Yes. This place, everything is shared. It's like Burning Man, right? It's yeah. all barter and everything. Communal. It's very weird. Uh, and you can't say anything, and I'm not going to. I'm, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Bother me. I'm just saying it's weird. I'm not used to it. I got to uh-huh. get used. To, I have to adapt. Oh, okay. Jason has to evolve. You do. I am so stuck in the back old days. <laughs> back old days. Back old days. <laughs> I'm always wanting to be private. <laughs> yeah, be all private. 2023 were private. We're private. Can we I'm put private. that on Facebook and marked as private? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can market this private. I don't know how to do that. You're going to show me how to do that. <laughs> Give us a uh, like, share, follow on social media. Listen to the BS, please, if you have some time. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. Uh, if you would like to join our private Facebook group and become a two peer, two percenter, just search on Facebook for The BS Two Peers. It's a very good group of people as uh, we welcome uh, some of our new friends here in Sacramento and so on and so forth. So, Good group of people right there. What do you got on the text machine there, Nikki D? Top of the morning, everyone. Thanks for starting my day off with a laugh. Jason, you are so hella funny. Cheers, Gabriel. Uh, hella funny. Hella yeah, that, funny. You know that came from California. I have, I've never been called hella funny before. That was a guy's side piece for sure, and the cameraman recording snitched him out. Or the cop? That's a cop story. <laughs> Which is updated, and you know I got to talk about it. Oh, I can't wait. We just got suspended, right? He got suspended, yes. And his wife has come forward. And I know the whole backstory now with who he was cheating with. She has a husband, too. It's a lot. How old was the girl? I have not found her age yet, but they're all grown. They oh, are grown. I didn't yes. realize that. I thought she was mm-hmm. a kid. Nope. So, uh, wife, white or black? Black. 
Okay, so he likes black girls. He likes black women, absolutely. Yeah. She was pretty, the girl he got in the car with. His wife is pretty, too, but she looks crazy. Like, she's really going to hurt him. Well, anybody looks crazy if you've been cheated on. Well, she has that septus. Is that what it's called on her nose in the middle? The septum piercing? Yeah. That's kind of hot. Those always. Hey, did I tell you what Rach said if uh, she ever caught me? If you cheated? Well, both, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking, what story are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about the Randa story. Mm-hmm. Having to move in another room. Hold on, dog picture, dog While picture. you look for that, Nelson, uh, uh-huh. a mom and a six-year-old son said they would like to go camping with you. That was on a text machine as well. I don't know what to do with that. Like, I'm just relaying yeah. the text machine message. I'm a little confused, too. <laughs> like, does the why son she, watch? Yeah, why did she, why'd she include the six-year-old son? She said, mom and six-year-old son, let's go camping, Nelson. Verbatim, I read it. Okay, he'll go. Okay. Tell her to call. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. You're going to have to pay for all the camping stuff. Oh, you yeah. Have to and pay. the gas. And get there. Do you have a sleeping bag? I do surprisingly have a sleeping bag. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. You look like you'd have a sleeping <laughs> yeah, bag. Yeah. Never knows when you got to whip that thing out. <laughs> yeah. No joke. You look, you look like you'd have a sleeping bag in your trunk. You know, yeah. when I was in high school, I, just, I always kept a sleeping bag in my trunk. So, you know, if you. Whatever. Uh, so Rach said that if she caught me cheating, she liked me. She said, well, I didn't say this part, but she goes, I'd cut you, but I'm not moving. Uh-huh. It's football wing season. <laughs> Period. Period, right? You need them wings. Uh, we've just gotten to a point where neither one of us is leaving. We just are going to be mad at each other and live at separate parts of the house because neither one of us, after this move cross country, <laughs> neither one of us wants to, wants to pack anymore. No. All right, uh, Nikki, what you got? Thank you for calling the BS. <laughs> Where's the private? Nice, hmm. uh, Nelson. S'mores, anybody? S'mores, anyone? Nope. All right, look. Uh, as always, appreciate you listening. Have a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at six a.m. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been the Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not-